The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. Carney has not got their leadoff man aboard in this game. The pitch. Swung on and hit the right field. They just did. Base hit for Dawson Stutz. Today, it's a top 10 battle from Memorial Field as the Kearney Bearcats welcome in the Wolves of Elkhorn North. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. The pitch, swung on and missed, held by the catcher, Nolan Smith, and that's the baseball game, and Kearney squeaks another home victory out here today as Wagner ends up striking out the side and getting five strikeouts in two innings. It's the home finale for Kearney and their first ever meeting with Class B Top 5 Elkhorn North. It's the Wolves and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon once again from Memorial Field here in Kearney. Doug Duda with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. As we get ready for a baseball game that these kids might not even know what to do. The wind's not howling at 30 miles an hour. and The temperature is 82 degrees right now as we welcome you to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. The Wolves of Elkhorn North, and they are going to throw Nebraska commit Ryan Harahill on the mound today. He has an ERA of less than one. It's going to be a tough one for Carney. They'll counter with Riley Miller, who's had a good season as well. And, of course, Carney trying to sweep the season at home their losses have been on the road and still keep their hopes alive of securing a chance to host a district Elkhorn North has already done that in class B they're ranked third by NEB prep seventh in the Omaha World Herald still a couple of games to go on the road for Carney we'll talk about that a little bit later on it's not the only baseball Hastings moves their game with Raymond Central that is going to be today Duncan Field at 430 Grand Island is taking on Lincoln Southwest who is the Hack champions and Adam Central making the trip all the way up north to Wayne to play baseball. Central City Fullerton Centura, they're going to Twin River where they'll play Twin River and Omaha North in a doubleheader that is going on today. Districts a week from Friday get underway with the state tournament two weeks from Friday in Omaha. We'll come back, take a look at the starting lineups and get you ready for today's game. Plus hear from Coach Brad Archer of the Carney Bearcats here on ESPN Tri-City. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
And the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Let's start with the Wolves of Elkhorn North. Batting first and playing right field is Chris Teason. Batting second and at shortstop is Nathan Cunningham. He is a Wayne State commit. Batting third in center field is Easton Maines. He is going to Iowa Western. The cleanup hitter is left fielder Luke Tillman. Doing the catching is number two, Trey Wells. He'll bat in the number five spot. He's on his way to Doan. And the number six spot is Colin Nocek. He is the first baseman. The designated hitter batting seventh is Jeff Grossert. Uh, Grossert coming in for Elkhorn North. He will be the designated hitter today, Jet Grossert for the Wolves. Batting eighth and at third base is Carson Ripley. And batting ninth at second base is Isaiah Miller. Again, the pitcher today is Ryan Harahill. He is 5-1, and one, one save. He's thrown 33 in a third innings, has 59 strikeouts, and only has allowed three earned runs. The head coach at Elkhorn North is Anthony Dunn, assisted by Kendall Martin, Brandon Stennis, Brad Martin, and Brett Hansen. Elkhorn North is 16-10, and 10, as we said, ranked third by NEB Preps and seventh by the Omaha World Herald. For Kearney, could be the final home game for 14 seniors. A lot of them are in the lineup here today. Batting first at second base is Reese Bober. Batting second at third base, Dawson Stutz. The leading hitter batting third at over 500 is the left fielder, Corbin Rich. The cleanup hitter is a designated hitter, Tanner Johnson, an on-base percentage of over 550. Batting fifth and in center field is Braden Anderson. At first base, batting sixth is Nolan Smith. Doing the catching and batting seventh is Dylan Welsh. Batting eighth in right field is Peyton Larson. And the shortstop batting ninth is Carter Lee. Riley Miller gets the start on the mound today for Carney, who is 14-7 and seven and ranked ninth by NEB Preps. The Bearcats are coached by Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and Josh Redman. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back in here from Coach Brad Archer as the Pre-game show brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids continues on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Back on the Hungemeyer Hybrids pregame show ahead of the home finale for Carney High against Class B Top 5 Elkhorn North, and head coach Brad Archer with us here to talk about it. And Coach, uh, one of the times where we didn't have a whole lot in between, played Tuesday, uh, fell behind, but once again your kids find a way to scratch out a win and, and get a big inning. Uh, we did. We got kind of off to a uh, rocky start there at the at the beginning of the game, but uh, Lucas Wagner uh, continued to uh, compete. Kind of found himself, uh, you know, starting in the second inning there, and, and gave us a good uh, a good go, a good start for uh, him. Uh, I was a little worried there. I think we left six guys on in the first two innings, but uh, we started to pick it up there, uh, beginning in the third, and, and as you said, uh, scored quite a few runs. Uh, I think we had a seven-run inning there to kind of put us over the top. What do you tell your guys, And because it's at all levels, uh, we kind of talked during the game on Tuesday that some of the best pitchers 
in Major League Baseball, if you don't touch them in the first inning, it's pretty tough to get to them. What is the key to having a good first inning on the mound? Well, first of all, you, you got to be uh, able to come out of the you know the bullpen there uh, when you're warming up before the game and get off to a great start. Uh, you know, Lucas came out and and he's pitched really well here uh, his last three or four outings, but uh, struggled a little bit there in the uh, top of the first. I think his first uh, four pitches were all well out of the strike zone, and then uh, we tried to throw a breaking pitch and. And uh, just to change some things up, and and uh, he was unable to get that over the plate. So as a hitter, I mean, if you're paying attention, where your pitcher's thrown uh, four straight balls to the leadoff hitter, and then tried to throw a curveball, you're pretty sure a fastball's coming. And so their kid, uh, which is a great player for Bellevue East, their shortstop, I think he's started uh, four years in a row for him now, and and he jumped on all over that. Uh, first fastball that he saw. So we got off to a rocky start. But uh, like I said, Lucas uh, settled down and, and pitched very well after that. Coach Brad Archer joining us here on the pregame. You guys took advantage of a lot of walks on Tuesday. Uh, Coach Bolt was talking about that for the Huskers last night. What is it about eye discipline and, and getting more walks as this season has uh, kind of got here towards the end? Well, I, I think we've done a, a good job at the plate as far as being patient at the plate. I know uh, Tanner Johnson, for example, uh, he hits fourth in our order. And, you know, his his on-base percentage is something like 560, 570, something like that. And one of the reasons for that is he has an excellent eye at the plate. I think he's walked like 24 times. So, uh, you know, being patient at the plate, uh, you don't have to always swing at the first strike you see. And, you know, staying off breaking pitches early in the count, you know, just things like that. And we talk to our kids all the time about uh, it's not so much that the pitcher gets you out, it's that you get yourself out by uh, swinging at pitches that are off the plate or swinging at breaking pitches that are in the dirt, those type of things. So, uh, like I said, just being patient at the plate, wait to get your pitch a little bit and and, uh, take it from there. Brad Archer with us here. Another moment on the Hogan Meyer Hybrids pregame show. Well, you've been around long enough. You don't see new teams very often, but that's the case here. Uh, Elkhorn North, a very good program that's just got started down there. Even though they're in Class B, uh, it's kind of a 50-50 A and B schedule. What do you know about these guys? Well, Elkhorn North, from everyone that I've talked to, has an excellent team, and, and uh, we've been kind of keeping track of who they've been pitching here lately, and we expect to see their uh, number one pitcher today. He's had a great year. I looked up his stats yesterday. I think his ERA is uh, 0.84. He's got 59 strikeouts in 33 innings, and, and from everyone we talked to, he's the real deal. So, uh, again, not sure who they're going to pitch, but he's certainly in line to pitch today. And, and like we told the kids yesterday, that uh, better come to the park ready to go because uh, if he's on the mound, we'll have our hands full. Will your kids know how to play baseball if the wind's not galing at 30 mile an hour today? Uh, that's a great question. I'm, I'm not sure we will, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> well, it should be a great day for baseball. And uh, talk about, again, uh, Riley's going to get the start for you guys. Yeah, Riley Miller's going to get the start for us. We uh, limited uh, Lucas uh, Wagner the other day to under 90 pitches so we can kind of use him in relief on uh, Saturday. And, and we're going to do the same thing with uh, Riley today. So, uh, hopefully, uh, in that 90-pitch uh, sequence there, he can give us five or six good innings. And uh, that way we save Riley where he can pitch again on Monday against Omaha Burke. So we're, we're you know, we're trying to uh, get five or six innings out of our starters here. And then we've got some very capable people, as Dawson Stutz showed uh, on Tuesday, to come in and, and hopefully finish out the game. And, 
and we still have Braden Anderson that could close the game today and then still make his start against a very uh, talented Lincoln Southwest team on Saturday. All right, Coach, a great chat. To good luck. Let's see if we can finish off uh, the home portion of the season with another win. All right. Thanks, Doug. That is the head coach of the Cardi Bearcats, Brad Archer. We'll be back to get our game underway from Memorial Field right after this on ESPN Tri-City. Hello, this is Nebraska Secretary of State Bob Evnen. For the past four years, I've been working hard to keep Nebraska elections fair and secure. I support voter ID, winner-take-all casting our electoral votes, and more security for ballot drop boxes. I oppose private money in election operations like Zuckerbucks, and I oppose ballot harvesting. This is Nebraska Secretary of State Bob Evnen. I'm asking for your vote in the Republican primary election on May 10. Paid for by Bob Evnen for Nebraska. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney on this senior day. We remind folks that Max Myers was hurt before the season began, so he is out. Creed Martin is also out, and a non-baseball-related injury to Blake Radis, so he is going to be out today as well. Things look pretty good for Elkhorn North. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. It's Kearney and Elkhorn North Baseball, and it's coming your way next on KXPN Kearney and ESPN Tri-City. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Effort together, Aurora and you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. And welcome back to High School Baseball on ESPN. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday afternoon. This was supposed to be a Friday game, but rain in the forecast tomorrow. And so uh, they decided to move it up. Awesome idea. 
Uh, it is uh, 82 degrees right now here at Memorial Field in Kearney. And the winds have actually picked up here in the last half hour, so it won't be calm, but it last checks south-southeast at 12 mile an hour. And that's basically where it's supposed to stay for the entire baseball game uh, here this afternoon and into the early evening, uh, followed by the JV game. And then uh, Lincoln Southwest are going to play the JVs first on Sunday down at Den Hartog. So varsity will get going around 2.30. And then the game with Omaha Burke on Monday, they've tweaked it a couple of times, but now officially will be at 12.30 on Monday. Riley Miller toes the rubber, Chris Thiesen steps in, and we are underway with baseball as the first pitch sails outside for ball one. And hoping to get off to a good start here. You have to think with Harahill on the mound for Elkhorn North, it's going to be a low-scoring game, so Carney can't afford to fall behind early. Next pitch is a fastball that caught the outside corner for strike one. Our umpires today on the bases, Jim Langan, and behind the plate is Kurt Schmidt. So one ball, one strike to Chris Thiesen and Miller. Fires a breaking ball that's outside, ball two, two and one. Nathan Cunningham will be next in Easton, Maine. The first three hitters in the lineup here for Elkhorn North. And the two, one. Just missed, so trying to pick that outside corner is Riley Miller, and it is three and one. And this top of the order for Elkhorn North, they are a solid, solid offense. 3-1 pitch. Swung on and popped into center field. Should be playable easily there for Braden Anderson. Dead center. He hauls it in for out number one. Didn't have to move very far. Just had to make sure that he located it in the sun and did so right there. So one up, one down, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Nathan Cunningham. Cunningham hitting 358. Thiesen was a 413 hitter on the season a team average of 315 at the plate here for Elkhorn North. And the first pitch, breaking ball, caught the outside corner. And again, not really a third of the plate, but just kind of staying over maybe the last eighth, and that's right where Riley Miller is living. And the first pitch is in there for strike one. Try it again. Fastball, just high. Ball one, one and one. Dylan Welsh tried to frame that one for his pitcher. Didn't get the call. One ball, one strike, standing right on top of the plate is Cunningham. And this one low and away, ball two, two and one. Miller working fairly quickly here against Cunningham, who is going to be going to Wayne State. And he'll fly this one to center field. And Braden Anderson locates it, comes over towards right field about five steps and hauls in another one. So two up, two down, both to Braden Anderson. Cunningham, one of the young men, as uh, we had our injury report, they're not injured now, but he was out the first six games of the year with a dislocated knee, so uh, he is back. And then uh, Jet Grosser, uh, later on there, DH, he missed about the first half of the season and is back in the lineup. Now it's Easton Mains, the center fielder, and way behind him, the ball slips out of the hands of the pitcher, Riley Miller. And again, this will be the warmest day of the season combined with the wind. We had a 90-degree day earlier, of course, uh, back when they played Pius in the first round of the hack tournament, it was awful warm. Fastball here is going to catch the outer corner for strike one. One and one for Kearney starting pitcher Riley Miller. Here on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Fastball is out, ball two. Luke Tillman is on deck. So it's been a 2-1 count to the first three batters here for Elkhorn North. 
But the first two end up flying out to center field. Let's see what the center fielder mains does. Fastball out. Ball three, so it's three and one. So three and one, two and one, three and one. Working some pitches here to the first three batters, and Miller now now has to find the strike zone with two outs here in the top of the first. He'll kick and deliver, and that's going to be popped back over our head and out of play. That was the kind of foul ball that on Tuesday with that wind howling that might have actually held in. That one was about six rows back here in the stands. And a good chance to remind you that our high school baseball coverage on ESPN is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Johnson Landscape, among our many fine sponsors. Our next broadcast scheduled to be the district opener. Fastball chopped right back up the middle and it's going to get into center field. It just ramped off the pitcher's mound and a 3-2 base hit for Easton Mains. A two-out single will bring up the cleanup hitter in left fielder Luke Tillman. Tillman is hitting 357 with 14 RBIs on the season for the Wolves. Just the second season for Elkhorn North as a program. So still a fairly young team, even though they've got a couple seniors. I mean, you look at a kid like Harahill, who's just a junior, already a Nebraska commit in just his second season, and a lot of that summer ball comes into play there as the breaking ball sails outside, ball one. So Miller needs to find a way to get a batter started with a first pitch strike here. And he has yet to be able to do that. Tillman waits for the 1-0. That one's going to be a fastball over the inner half for strike one. That's really not where the catcher Welsh was set up at, but it was definitely over the inner half. So one ball, one strike. Elkhorn North doing a good job of waiting till Miller throws them a strike. Haven't been swinging at that first pitch. And the 1-1. Outside, ball two. It's kind of been the same regimen to all four batters here to start the ball game for senior Riley Miller, as we said. We'll talk about him later. Just a ton of seniors on this Carney roster. 14-7, and seven, trying to find a way to keep winning here to host a district, which would be outstanding. Throw over to first for the first time, and Maines dives back in. Maines reaching with a two-out single here in the top of the first. Waving the bat, the cleanup hitter Tillman. And Miller comes set. A couple nods, brings it home, and behind that fastball, he'll click it back to the net. Strike two. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. And the runner over at first. Trey Wells would be next. Eason and Cunningham both flew to center. And then Maines chopped it back up the middle. Two balls, two strikes, Miller. And delivers the curveball, chopped towards short. Lee dies, but it's in the hole into left field. The runner was going, but cannot get to third. So back-to-back -back singles here with two outs in the first inning. And Elkhorn North has something going with a two-out rally. And the catcher, Lewis, now will come to the plate. Excuse me, Wells, not Lewis. Wells comes to the plate here for Elkhorn North. Miller needs to get ahead on the count. Let's see if he can do it here to the number five batter. Out of the stretch, checks the runner twice, not big lead. Swung on and missed, and that was the first player, first batter to swing at the first pitch, and it was probably outside. So it's strike one, and that's going to mean Miller's going to continue to probably throw that first pitch out of the zone if he can get somebody to chase it maybe anticipating that finally he would fire one down the middle. But a good pitch in Miller. There's another one that's just over the outside, swing and a miss, strike two 
0-2 to Trey Wells. Baines at second, Tillman at first. Two on, two out, and an 0-2 count here in the top of the first for the catcher, Trey Wells. As Miller tries to get through the first three outs of the ball game. The 0-2 pitch, swung on and popped to first. Stay on the field to play. Yes, Smith in foul territory, able to haul it in. And Wells will foul out. So for Elkhorn North, no runs, two hits, no errors. Two men left on base. And after a half an inning here at Memorial Field, it is Elkhorn North nothing. Carney coming to bat on ESPN Tri-City. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. And Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth for high school baseball. Carney, Elkhorn North, while Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there, and maybe the best pitcher to tow the rubber here in Carney this spring has walked out there in Ryan Harahill for Elkhorn North. Kids already committed to go to Nebraska, and he is just a junior. And his numbers so far showing that he deserves to be the number one kid here for the Wolves of Elkhorn North. He comes in once again with a five and one record, has a save, only three earned runs and has struck out 59 and 33 in the third inning at 0.84 ERA. Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich, the first three to stand in there here in the bottom of the first for Carney High. The Bearcats coming in, winners of five of their last six. Six of their last eight. Fastball swung on and fouled away. Strike one, Bober behind that one. So. Again, two and one of the conference tournament. Since the conference tournament, four and one. Then they had the win against Hastings. So during that time, Lincoln Southwest and Creighton Prep, the only teams to beat Kearney. Harry Hill's pitch. Fastball going to be called strike two. 0 and 2 as he got the knees over the outside corner. And Reese Bober down to the count quickly. 0 and 2 to Harry Hill. a big wind out of the stretch, and it's going to bounce outside ball one. Dawson Stutz would be next. Seven and two in their last nine for Kearney. Elkhorn North has just kind of been an up-and-down roller coaster. No long winning or losing streaks this year at 16 and 10. Fastball, straight back to the net, and Bober stays alive. But that's what makes Harry Hill such a dangerous, dangerous pitcher is what he can do 
with his off speed. He brings plenty of heat with the fastball, and then he'll fool you with the off speed. And again, the one-two pitch to the Carney leadoff batter, Reese Bober. Way outside, ball two. Two and two. Bober comes in as the second leading hitter on the team, 4-13 on the year with four doubles, a triple, and a home run. 26 out of 63 in that leadoff role. Another pitch, 2-2, fouled back and out of play. So pretty soon they're going to have to go get more baseballs. Bober making Harahill work, and that's a key too. Even if you don't get to him early, if you can get to that fourth, fifth inning, maybe even the sixth, and have to have him pulled because of a pitch count, that's going to be huge and be in the ball game. 2-2 pitch. Called, strike three. Just brought the heat over the outside, and Bober froze and one up, one down. Dawson Stutz, the third baseman, will stand in there for Carney. Stutz batting 193. He and Carter Lee are just kind of hot and cold. It seems like Stutz's batting average or on-base percentage is a little better, but Lee has started to torch the ball. Stutz has had a couple of nice games. He does have a little bit of power once he makes contact. Four doubles, two triples, and a home run. So seven of his 11 hits this year are for extra bases. He'll take that one outside, ball one. Fastball low, ball two. And I can tell you, I think Brad Archer would just love to get a man on early here, let Corbin Rich get a shot here at the Division I pitcher. He's on deck. Or just bunt and maybe try to find a way to get the first run in. This one way outside. So Stutz up in the count, 3-0. and oh. That one just... Got out of Harahill's hands there and slid low and away. Trey Wells backhanded it. And now the 3-0 as Stutz will be taking all the way. And that one bounced. So Harahill, a little something off. He's going to take the hat off and put that right hand through the hair and a couple three times and take a calm approach, see what happens. So a strikeout of Bober and a four-pitch walk to Dawson Stutz, and that'll bring up Corbin Rich. As we said, he's now hitting 5.07 after the game. He actually raised his batting average 14 points on Tuesday. Ten doubles, five home runs on the season for Rich. Scouting report here has to be off speed away. Nothing fastball in. The pitch up, ball one. So five straight balls here by Ryan Harahill. And he'll come set, looks at the runner, brings it home to Rich, and he will poke it right at second. They'll be able to knock it down to second for one, back to first for the double play. Nice job by Isaiah Miller. He was starting to break to second to cover the bag and came back against the grain and was able to start the 6-4-3 double play, or 4-6-3 double play in this instance, second to short, back over to first. So, no runs, no hits. There was a walk, no errors, and nobody left on base. And after one inning in this top ten battle, it is Carney and Elkhorn North scoreless on ESPN. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. 
it's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. As we go to the top of the second inning, it'll be the six, seven, and eight hitters for Elkhorn North. And the lefty first baseman, Colin Nocek, will stand in there and hit the first pitch right at the second baseman, Bober, sliding stop, and up to Nolan Smith. One pitch, one out here in the bottom top of the second inning. Chet Grossert, the designated hitter. Carson Ripley, the third baseman, up next for Elkhorn North. And Grossert will stand in there also, a left-handed batter. Again, he missed the first 12 games of the season, but has been solid since his return, and he'll take a curveball right in there for strike one. So after struggling with that first pitch strike in the first inning, Miller comes out and throws back-to-back -back first pitch strikes here in the second. And the sophomore takes one foul down the left field line and well out of play, and it's 0-2. Grosser comes in batting 342 with 10 RBIs so far on the season. And the fastball swung on and missed, tailed away from the left-hander, and strikeout number one of the ball game for Riley Miller. He's thrown four pitches, and he's got two outs. Now, of course, the first two men were retired in the first inning, before back-to-back -back hits. Now Carson Ripley, the third baseman, will stand in there, batting 264 on the season for Elkhorn North. Miller ready to rock and shoot. Fastball chopped towards short. Going to be a long play, and again, it wasn't fielded cleanly. I don't think it would have mattered. Carter Lee would have had a long throw. Infield hit. I don't think Lee had a prayer on that one. But again, got to at least glove the baseball and see what would have happened. So we'll go with Ripley for a hit, and that'll bring up Isaiah Miller. So we get a two-out hit here. Miller, the number nine hitter in the order. The second baseman hitting 259 on the season. Miller checks the runner and delivers. Fastball swung on and missed, strike one. So at least this first time through, it looks like there is a little bit of a drop-off, as you always see, from the top to the bottom. Although for Carney this year, that's not always been the case. Never quite sure who's going to have the hot hand. Set up outside here for Dylan Welsh, and that's where the pitch will be. Ball one, one and one. Scoreless here, top of the second. Elkhorn North has a runner at first with two outs. Carney will have the heart of their order, 4-5-6 in the bottom of the second inning. Riley Miller comes set, and the pitch. Curveball, got the corner, strike two. One and two to Isaiah Miller. So Miller to Miller, Riley on the mound for Carney. Isaiah at the plate here for Elkhorn North. Chris Tease and the leadoff hitter would be next. And Riley Miller fires it home. It's fouled back, just got a little piece of that. Our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Optical Gallery and Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Checks the runner. 
Nice lead over there by Ripley. And the one-two. Curveball slapped into short center. That might fall in, and it won't. The shortstop, Carter Lee, got out there well into center field as the center fielder, Braden Anderson, was playing deep with the way the wind was blowing, but a nice job by Carter Lee to get out there and record the out and make sure a little Texas leaguer didn't keep this inning going. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on base in the first strikeout of the game for Miller. We go to the bottom of the second inning, scoreless between Carney and Elkhorn North here on ESPN. Choose your Jeep and lock in a great price at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Jeep Celebration event, we're offering employee pricing on all new vehicles on our lot or in transit. That's right. Get Jeep Celebration event incentives and employee pricing. If we don't have the perfect vehicle on our lot or on the way, we'll order it for you and protect the price. Find out more at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Offer expires April 30th, 2022. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Don't forget the Loper Backers football banquet is tonight out at the Eunice Conference Center. A lot of folks will be heading out to that after uh, the baseball games here tonight. So... Enjoy your time out there. Nebraska Greats Foundation, a big fundraiser down in the Ralston area this evening. And, of course, we have got the NFL draft going on tonight when we are done here on ESPN Radio. Tanner Johnson stands in to start the second inning for Carney against the Nebraska commit. Ryan Harrahill, the junior, will fire one over the outside half for strike one. Johnson reached base all four times without getting a base hit Tuesday in the game against Bellevue East. And the pitch, up and in, ball one, one and one. Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson, Nolan Smith. Corbin Rich grounded into a 4-6-3 double play after Stutz walked in the first inning. So the minimum faced here so far, and this one's going to be jammed between first and second coming over Isaiah Miller, and he'll be able to get Tanner Johnson by a step. That was just off the fist, but had still enough on it to get out to the second baseman, Miller, for out number one. That'll bring up the center fielder, Braden Anderson. Anderson so far on the season, hitting 367 for Carney. Four doubles, three triples. Got a couple of dingers himself. Carney has really smacked the ball here the last couple of weeks after not having any home runs until the game versus Hastings. And this pitch will be high, ball one. That was at the beginning of this little win streak where they're six and two, eight and two, excuse me. Fastball, strike inside corner. One and one to the Carney center fielder. Braden Anderson might be looked at in relief tonight. Looking for him to get the start against Lincoln Southwest Saturday. And here's one that's going to be popped into right center. 
Trailing, 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 and it's gonna drop. It's gonna drop in between Teason and Mains. And around first on his way to second and holding there will be Braden Anderson with a stand-up double. Thought maybe that was gonna hold just long enough. I'll tell you what, if that had been five feet either way, either the center or right fielder would have caught it, but it drops right in between Mains and Teason. And Carney will have their first base hit of the baseball game. Now Nolan Smith, the first baseman today for Carney, will stand in there. Dylan Welsh, the catcher, is on deck with one out. Carney has their first runner in scoring position. So Hara Hill out of the stretch, steps and fires to Smith. It's going to be outside for ball one. Nice crowd on hand. But Carney track is in Omaha today. Carney golf finished up. Uh, they were at the Capital City Classic on their way home. Looks like 284 was the winning score down there. Yikes. The pitch outside. Ooh, called it a strike. Called it a strike on Nolan Smith. That caught the last fiber of black. One and one. Harry Hill watching the gamesmanship behind him at second from Braden Anderson. Now kicks and fires. Swung on and off the end of the bat. Strike two, one and two. Dylan Welsh next. Peyton Larson would be after that. If Carney can keep it going here in the bottom of the second, we're scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney soccer getting ready for districts on Monday. Class B came out today. Carney Catholic boys and girls both be playing at Northwest on Monday in opening round action. The one-two from Harahill to Nolan Smith, takes a long time, now fires it, it's gonna be a check swing just out, well placed, but this will be a ball a little low, but a great pitch. Tough one for Nolan Smith to hold off on. Anderson the one out double, standing out there at second base. Now the two two, they will make a fake throw back to second. Just trying to keep the speedy Anderson close just in case Smith is able to get one into the outfield. That might be the difference between sending him and holding him at third for Coach Archer. The outfield's playing extremely shallow. The pitch swung on and ripped right back off the second baseman to first. Not sure that that actually may have hit the pitcher's glove. I couldn't quite tell. It took a little bit of a kick to the right, but maybe not a significant kick. And Isaiah Miller's been very busy here. He's got both putouts in the second inning, and he was the one that started the double play in the first. Anderson is able to get down to third, and the catcher, Dylan Welsh, will stand in there. So two outs, first runner at third for either team. And now it's up to the catcher, Trey Wells, make sure nothing gets by him. The pitch to Welsh, swung on, and a slow roller to short. This is gonna be a tough play. The scoop, the throw, it's high, and they got him. They're going to say he came down on the bag. Good play, Colin Nocek to get back down on the bag and make the play on the throw from Nathan Cunningham. A bang, bang play, but I believe it was the right call. Carney, no runs. The double from Braden Anderson for the one hit. No errors, and one man left on base. There were no Ks. There were no walks. Through two complete, we are scoreless between Carney and the folks from Elkhorn North on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Well, a good chance now to talk about the seniors that most likely playing their last home game, although if they could win all of these remaining contests, and there's two more after today against teams with winning records, there's definitely a chance to move into that five or six slot for a district. But your seniors include a couple that are injured, Max Myers from the beginning of the year and Creed Martin all the way back from the Columbus game. Braden Anderson, Tanner Johnson, Dawson Stutz, Dylan Welsh, Reese Bober, Jay Scappa, Riley Miller, Peyton Larson, Corbin Rich, Blake Reedus, Corin Conrad, Cash Roseberry. That is a ton of baseball players, 14 seniors. Part of the freshman class that got to uh, start baseball here at Kearney High. So now we're ready to go to the top of the third and back to the top of the order here for Elkhorn North. Chris Teason, Nate Cunningham, Easton Mains. Teason flew out to center against Miller, who will start him outside here with a curveball, ball one. Fastball popped back out of play, strike one. One and one. Elkhorn North has had the first two men retired in both the first and second innings, only to get two out hits, but not able to get anybody across. Carney, Braden Anderson's double was the first hit of the game. Here's a little number at the plate for strike two. One and two to the right fielder, Christie's and Nathan Cunningham will be next for a very good Class B Elkhorn North team. Again, just the first year last year, so even if they played together in the summer, they probably didn't all play together, so still working through uh, getting this program going, and the next pitch is going to be a Breaking ball outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Here to the leadoff hitter, Chris Teason, in a scoreless top of the third inning. Riley Miller kicks and fires. Fastball just flicked back to the screen again. And so the count stays at two balls and two strikes. One strike out of the ball game so far for Miller. Trying to find number two right here. And it's going to be a chopper to Lee. Has to charge it, scoops it, drops it. Again, that was going to be a tough play. But that one's going to go down as an error. On the shortstop, Carter Lee. And those are the ones you just can't afford today. Either way, kind of expect that low-scoring baseball game. And so Nathan Cunningham will come up after Thiessen reached on the air. So the shortstop, Cunningham, who also flew out to center, will stand in there. And now you have to worry about some speed, bumping the ball. Dawson Stutz comes in at third. Nolan Smith holding the runner at first. Reese Bober really close to the bag at second. Toss over to first just to see what was going on. 
So Cunningham still waiting for the first pitch to come in from Riley Miller. Good lead at first, and the pitch. Going to be low and away, ball one. Again, Carney plays at Lincoln Southwest Saturday. Should be able to go with the turf field there in Lincoln. And then at Omaha Burke on Monday. The 1-0. Fastball pulled foul. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Again, Teeson and Cunningham both were up in the count the first time around, but flew out to center before Maines and Tillman both singled with two out. Riley Miller, even though he's been effective for Carney, the numbers have not been his friend. When you look at the stats, he is two and three on the season. He's walked almost as many guys as he has struck out. A lot of that was earlier in the year. The 1-1. One, one. Good pitch, strike two. One and two. And Teason has not taken off yet. With Easton Mains on deck. Scoreless here in the top of the third in a top ten battle between Carney and Elkhorn North. Miller comes set. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled back. He actually had Teason leading back towards first without even flinching to make a move over there. So not sure what Teason saw. Sophomore, there are actually quite a few of these guys. And I said, you're not going to have a ton of seniors on a two-year-old program. So a lot of sophomores and juniors. And again, the one-two from Miller. That's going to be up for ball number two, two and two. So Cunningham's trying to work the count here. Again, Dylan Welsh just trying to frame the baseball, try to yank it back into the strike zone. But it was up and a little out. A lot of pitches to the outside. Here's one fouled back again and out of play. And our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Five Points Bank and Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Doug Duda with you on this beautiful Thursday afternoon, probably the best day for baseball so far this year. Curveball ripped towards left, back to try and make a play. Corbin Richards over his head, one hops off the wall. Then it bounces back over his head, and that's going to be enough to try to send the runner here in Chris Teason, and he will be across home plate. An RBI double for Nathan Cunningham, and Elkhorn North is on the board. So the error comes home to roost. And another runner in scoring position with nobody out, and the center fielder Easton Maines who singled the center the first time up. one nothing North. So Miller checks the runner at second. Lee holding him on. The pitch. Up for ball one. 1-0. One oh. Take a look at a few of these games that Carney has played here lately. Saturday, of course, a little bit Easier to play from ahead, but they've had to rally in quite a few here at home the last two or three. Fastball low. Ball two, two and oh. They were down one nothing to Miller North till they got to the sixth. They were down five to two to Bellevue East when they got to the bottom of the fourth on Tuesday and ended up putting up a seven a spot and winning it eleven to five. They were down to Hastings big early on and came back to win fourteen to nine. The 2-0 from Miller, strike one. Again, that was just in the zone to the upper outside portion of the plate.
coming set the 2 1. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Luke Tillman will be next. So a shortstop error. E6 to start it. Then a double by Cunningham. Now Mains with a count of two balls and two strikes against Riley Miller. Could really use a strikeout here. The pitch. Swung on and popped to right field. Peyton Larson has to drift back, drift back, drift back. They will tag up. He makes the catch. Unleashes the throw to the infield, but smartly cut off there by Carter Lee. So Easton Mains will get a sacrifice fly out to right field for out number one. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Luke Tillman, who also had a two-out single in the first inning. One to nothing, Elkhorn North already has scratched across a run here in the top of the third. If you get a chance, come on up and catch some baseball. Two really good teams playing here this afternoon. Miller's pitch. Curveball, nice one. Took something off of it. Strike one. Again, Ryan Harahill is on the mound today for Elkhorn North. Going to be tough to get to. Only three earned runs all year in 33-plus innings. The pitch. Fastball low. One and one. Carney was close last inning. Left a runner at third. Grounded into a double play to end the first inning. And it'll be 8-9-1 when Carney comes up in the bottom. Here's a slow chopper towards short. Lee's got it, but the run will score. And the out is made over at first. First base coach thought that they had pulled Nolan Smith off the bag, but the uh, umpire says no, he got his foot back on. Elkhorn North doesn't think so. But Carter Lee, with some help there from his first baseman, Nolan Smith, able to record the out. But an RBI for Luke Tillman, and it's 2 to nothing Elkhorn North. And that'll bring up the catcher, Trey Wells, who will take one a little high, ball one. Wells fouled out to Nolan Smith to end the first inning. And Riley Miller fires it in there low. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes, two across already here in the inning. Now the bases are clear. And the 2-0 pitch from Miller. Called strike. Again, it'll be something different. I think he's had one called strike on the inner three quarters of the plate. Everything else nitpicking the outside. This one way outside. Ball three, three and one. One strikeout, no walks, although a lot of three-ball counts in the game so far for Riley Miller. 3-1, swung on and it chopped towards third, but it is foul. And the count will go full. Colin Nocek is on deck here for Elkhorn North. And a full count now to Trey Wells, and it's way outside, ball four. So the first walk of the ball game for Riley Miller. That'll bring up the first baseman, Colin Nocek. He grounded out to second his first time up. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Kearney Catholic High School, preparing students academically and spiritually for a life of service to the church and community. Go to kearneycatholic.org. So Nocek swung at the first pitch he saw last time and grounded it to Reese Bober. The lefty waits for the pitch. And swings at the first one, right at Smith at first, who steps on the bag, and that didn't take much. But Elkhorn North 
does hit the board first here in the third inning. They're able to get two runs on one hit. There was one error, and nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Elkhorn North 2 and Carney nothing on ESPN Tri-City. Builders knows that you would rather spend time in One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your... We go to the bottom of the third inning here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you as the score is 2 to nothing now in favor of Elkhorn North. Carney will be 8-9-1 here. And the first man up is right fielder Peyton Larson. Then Carter Lee and Reese Bober. He'll swing and miss at the first pitch for strike number one. Terry Hill has allowed just one hit. That was to Anderson, a double. This one's outside for ball number two. Ball number one, excuse me, one and one. To the right fielder, Peyton Larson. Had a put out last half inning. The 1-1. Going to be a fastball up. And out, ball two. Both pitchers really working the outside corner a ton in this baseball game. And the pitch. Swung on as a big fastball behind it, but Larson did foul it away. Our high school baseball on ESPN brought to you by Carney ENT Physicians. Big thank you to the many that is with us. And the pitch. Larson fouls it away again. Carney trying to get that leadoff man aboard here. Carter Lee is on deck. Then Reese Bober. Carney still working their way through the first time through the order here in the bottom of the third. And Ryan Harrahill comes set and outside for the fastball. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Harrahill had a walk and a strike out of the first inning. Got three ground outs around that double in the second. Now the 3-2 pitch to Peyton Larson. Fastball swung on and missed. Little up in the zone, but it was a strike, and he'll go down. Second strike out here in the game for Harry Hill, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Carter Lee. Lee had a nice game here on Tuesday as he continues to raise his batting average here over the last couple of weeks. Up to 258 right now after being under 200 for a little while. Let's see if the speedster can get something going. Third baseman Carson Ripley playing in just in case he lays down a bunt. And the fastball is low. Ball one. 1-0 one to Lee. Coach Brad Archer moved him down to the lineup. And batting in the 8-9 spot maybe has helped him. Here he'll rip one, but right at first, and an ole play by Colin Nocek, and it ends up in his glove. He'll take four steps over and tag the bag. I mean, he definitely just threw the glove out, turned his head, and into his glove it went for three unassisted. So two up, two down, and Reese Bober called out on a 2-2 fastball in the first inning. So Harry Hill has done a great job on the mound here so far for Elkhorn North. And looking for a 1-2-3 inning. Throws a big old curveball. Haven't seen that much. A lot of change-ups, a lot of off-speed. Maybe a slider if you want to. But that was a curveball over the inner half for strike one. 
So maybe now you can go through the second time of the order, you change it up, but Bober gonna rip it to right, and because they're playing in so far, it's a line out to the right fielder, Chris Tees and I, they are literally playing the co-ed line out there. That's a base hit any other time for Reese Bober. Instead here, he lines out to right. So no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And the second K of the ball game, Harahill has a very quick third inning. We are through three complete, and it is Elkhorn North leading Carney by a score of two to nothing. And we go to the top of the fourth, two to nothing in favor of Elkhorn North. And standing in there for the Wolves, the seven, eight, nine hitters, Jet Grossert, the designated hitter, struck out of the second, and Carson Ripley and Isaiah Miller in the first pitch is pulled foul just inside first base by Grossert. And it's 0-1. Riley Miller ripped into right field, and it is going to be just foul. Break there for Carney. So the first one on the ground, the second one on the air, and it falls foul, strike two, 0-2. So Grossert has been ahead of the first two pitches here from Riley Miller. But the good news is they were both foul. And so Miller ahead of the count 0-2 on the two foul balls here to Jet Grossert. Top of the fourth, 2-0, Elkhorn North. And the pitch, fastball out, ball one. Tried to corner, Carson Ripley, who had a second inning single, will be up next here. And the pitch, swung on and hit towards second, Bober backhands it, nice play, stands up, throws and got him. Nice play by Reese Bober. On a ball hit towards the middle for out number one. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Carson Ripley, single in the second with two outs. Miller trying to keep his team in the ball game after giving up a couple of runs, which started with an unearned run last inning. Throws this one low, ball one. Made Dylan Welsh kind of turn his head that time. And it's 1-0. Again, two games to go, both on the road for Carney. The 1-0 pitch, fastball up. They go to Lincoln Southwest. They're actually going to play at Den Hartog, where the finals of the hack tournament were earlier this month. The JV is going to play first at noon and then the varsity will follow. So two hour time limit. You're looking at about a 2.30 start for the varsity on Saturday and the Omaha Burke game to wrap it up Monday has been set for a 12.30 start as the ball is fouled back to the screen. 2-1 on Ripley. Miller way outside ball three. A lot of three ball counts in this game so far for Riley Miller. Isaiah Miller is next, and the 3-1. Swung on and hit into center field. It's a high fly ball. Braden Anderson getting under it and making his third catch of the baseball game. So two up, two down, and that'll bring up the second baseman, Isaiah Miller, who hit it into short center field, but Carter Lee went out from his shortstop position and was able to make the grab on the run because Anderson is playing deep in center. And the pitch. Going to be fouled away, strike one to Miller. 
The pitch to Miller. Isaiah from Riley is high. Ball one, one and one. And the next pitch is going to be out two. So it is ball two. Two and one to the number nine hitter here for Elkhorn North. Chris Teason would be next. Man can't work any faster than Riley Miller. Maybe needs to slow it down. That one's outside, three and one. It's nice to work fast, but you have got to stay in some kind of a rhythm, and you do not want to walk the number nine hitter, 259 hitter in Isaiah Miller. And the three one. Swung on and hit towards second. One hopper at Bober. The knuckleball hits the turf. He picks it up and throws him out. So it ends up being the first three up, three down inning of the ball game here. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. At least the first three up, three down for the Kearney defense. And all balls were put in play. So Riley Miller making Elkhorn North and his defense work. We are through four already here and have not even played an hour. It is two to nothing. Elkhorn North on top of Carnival. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. As we go to the bottom of the fourth inning, Carney trailing by a score of two to nothing. And the way Ryan Harahill is pitching, they're not going to get a ton of opportunities. But remember, they beat Millard North with three runs or three hits in a two to one ball game. So just got to take advantage of their opportunities. And when some of their top hitters are up, and that's where we are here in the bottom of the fourth inning Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich, and Tanner Johnson. Uh, again, Ryan Harahill is the pitcher for Elkhorn North, 5-1 and one on the year, and is a junior who has already committed to play at Nebraska. An ERA of 0.84, 59 strikeouts in 33 in the third innings, but he is not just blowing the ball by Carney, at least so far in the game. First pitch to Stutz, fastball, swung on and missed, as we say that for strike one. Actually, just two strikeouts in the first three innings, four Hara Hill, which would be way below his average. And the pitch to Stutz, low and away. Dawson actually had a four-pitch walk his first time. And then Rich rolled into the double play to end the first. So Stutz seeing his first strike of the game from Hara Hill. The 1-1 outside, ball two. Two and one. Corbin Rich is next. Bottom of the fourth, 2-0 Elkhorn North here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Harry Hill, the wind of the pitch. Swung on and fouled straight back. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Don't forget our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B &B Carpets. 
McKenna Willis of Shelton, Dylan Cridle of Burwell. We've only got a couple of days left in April, so we'll have our Athletes of the Month fill out the nomination form for any boy or girl athlete at PlatteRiverPreps.com, and we'll let you know throughout the month of May who our April winners are as the curveball just missed outside. Everybody kind of looked to see what the call would be, so it's three and two to Stutz. And a big pitch here from Hill to the leadoff man. Fastball, swung on and missed, dropped the baseball, and they'll throw to first. Stutz didn't realize it, but it didn't matter. Catcher Trey Wells just picked it up and threw it down to first. So Stutz becomes the third strikeout victim of the ball game, and that'll bring up the left fielder, Corbin Rich. Hit into the 4-6-3 double play, his first time up. So Harry Hill ready to face Rich for the second time. Curveball up and in. Didn't have a whole lot of movement on that one. Ball one. Carney's most dangerous hitter against one of the best pitchers he will see all year. Harry Hill. Fastball. Got outside and it's a chop foul. That had some movement on it. One and one. Defensively, Luke Tillman in left. Easton Mains in center. Chris Teason in right. Set the infield again for you. After this pitch from Harahill to Rich. Fastball called strike two. Great pitch. One and two. Carson Ripley at third. Isaiah Miller at second. Colin Nocek at first. Nate Cunningham is your shortstop. Trey Wells the catcher. And the Division I pitcher Ryan Harahill now ahead of the count. One and two on Corbin Rich. And the pitch outside. Wanted him to chase one, but it was low and away. Ball two. Two and two. Designated hitter Tanner Johnson on deck. Both pitchers working quickly. And the 2-2 two -two to Rich. Outside again. Ball three. So trying to get Corbin to chase. As the season's progressed, he has done so much better. And just been ripping the ball. Let's see if Harry Hill will hang one here for him. The 3-2 to Rich. Swung on and fouled. He brought it. And Rich chopped it away at the plate. Corbin coming into the ball game today for Carney, hitting 507, 36 out of 71. See if he can get another hit here. Just one out of two is only 500 for a 503 guy. And it's just fouled back to the screen again. High school baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri Cities only board certified sports chiropractor located in Carney, online, Florang chiropractic.com straight up the outfield is actually playing a couple steps back but very shallow for Corbin Rich especially in left no one expects anybody to pull Hera Hill the payoff swung on and a high chopper to third easy play for Carson Ripley and he'll throw out Corbin Rich so two up two down and that is eight straight retired for Ryan Hera Hill the only hit was Braden Anderson, who's on deck, as Tanner Johnson, who crowded out to second, will stand in there. One hit, one walk. That's been it for Carney as far as base runners. And Johnson stands on top of the plate. The left-hander will take the first pitch up and away for ball one, 1-0. One oh. Again, an amazing amount of walks, 24 on the season. In 21 games, that is a staggering number, including three last Tuesday against Bellevue East. The 
hit hard to right field. That is back, that is back, that is over the right fielder, Chris Teason's head. Johnson's gonna have a chance for three. He couldn't locate the ball. He almost stopped at second and then actually has to slide into third. I think Tanner didn't locate the ball. He was gonna stop at second. Luckily, somebody caught his attention and a triple with two outs here for Tanner Johnson. The second hit of the ball game and been a while since Johnson had ripped one that hard, but he did right there. Nice job by Tanner. And for the second time of the ball game, Carney has a runner at third. They're probably not gonna get many chances. So Braden Anderson, he was the other guy to make it to third. He had a one out double in the second and then advanced on a Nolan Smith ground out. See if Anderson, who's been a hero on the mound, can kind of be the hero at the plate today. Out of the stretch now, Harahill. The pitch to Anderson, curve ball up, ball one. One and oh. The Carney crowd looking for something to cheer for. They just got a nice triple. Now can they do something with it? There hasn't been anything close to getting by the catcher, Wells. And here's one that's called strike outside at the knees. Carney fans did not approve. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, and the rest of the crew here for their hospitality. Sue Higgins and the gang. As we bring you Carney baseball on ESPN, the 1-1 is a fastball out, ball two. Two and one. Nolan Smith is on deck. Two nothing. Elkhorn North. Bottom of the fourth. Carney does have a runner at third, but there are two outs here in this fourth inning. And Anderson takes one low and away. Ball three. Three and one. So Harry Hill takes the hat off again. Takes a deep breath. Knows he can't just put one on a tee to Anderson. The 3-1 pitch to Braden. Outside, bounced it even. Nice backhand stop there by Trey Wells. He's a good-looking catcher out there for Elkhorn North. And so runners on the corners for the first time. Carney has multiple runners on base. But they've got to get him in, and Nolan Smith will stand in there. Talking about the catcher in Wells. He's going to Doan. He is one of the seniors on this ball club. Smith stands in there after grounding out to second in his first plate appearance. Runners at first and third, two outs, the pitch right in there for strike one. So Harrihill jumps ahead of the count, now has a little bit more flexibility on what he wants to do with the next couple of pitches. Johnson gets the lead from third, it's a short one. Pitch is high, ball one. One ball, one strike. So eight straight retired. And then Johnson triples and Anderson walks. Second walk of the game for Harahill. Throw over to first, only about a one-step lead there for Anderson. Carney not going to do anything crazy, no doubt about it. But they do want to get a run in. And that'll be up to Nolan Smith. One and one. Harahill set. Kicks and delivers. Swung on and drilled into right center field. Fly, baby. Fly, fly, fly. And it will. One run is in. Two runs are in. And Nolan Smith delivers with a two-out double to deep right center field. And Carney, for the moment, has once again fallen behind and come back to tie it. With a two-out rally here, and remember, Harahill had only allowed three earned runs all year long. Two right there. And so Nolan Smith 
Going to run some of his protective gear over to the dugout. And I think they will get a pinch runner for him. And then they'll re-enter most likely. Looks like Hudson Bertrand will trot out there for Carney. Try to get just a little more speed in case Dylan Welsh can get one out there. A couple extra steps could give Carney maybe the lead. So two extra base hits in the inning here for Carney, and it's tied 2-2. Welsh grounded out to short. What a nice play by Nathan Cunningham in his first at bat. The lefty stands in there. And Harahill in unfamiliar territory right now. The pitch going to be taken just low for ball one. 1-0 to the Carney catcher. Both teams have shown a pair of catchers here that have been really good. Short lead at second by Bertrand. The pitch swung on and fouled, but way behind it. The lefty puts it over the hitting indoor facility, and it's one and one. So Bertrand out there for Carney. Hudson, the junior, wants to make sure he doesn't make a base running mistake, so they're really squeezing him at second and short. The 1-1 pitch to Dylan Welsh is on the way, and a check swing, strike two. He tried to hold it, couldn't. Nice breaking ball from Harahill. And now he's one pitch away from getting out of this jam. 2-2, bottom of the fourth. The Wolves got him in the third. Carney got him here in the fourth. And a 1-2 pitch coming up to Dylan Welsh. Harahill brings it. Fastball out. 2-2. Two two. Now will he bring the same pitch that he threw him on 1-1 one, one that got him to check swing? Or will he just bring heat? Carney caught up to a couple of those fastballs, and that's why they've tied it up. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, 2-2 two, two your score. And the pitch to Welsh. Inside it bounced, ball three. Wells is able to keep it in front of him so Bertrand doesn't go anywhere. Nobody at first, so it's not like Bertrand's going to be taken off here. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. ESPN Superstation.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. The 3 2 pitch now to Dylan Welsh from the Husker commit. Fastball fouled away. And if you're Harry Hill, that's kind of what you got to do, right? Don't want to walk him, even though you feel comfortable about going against Carney's eight and nine batters. The go ahead run at second. We are here in the bottom of the fourth. Harry Hill comes set again, and time going to be called by Dylan Welsh. Haven't had to worry about that much in the ball game. As we said, both pitchers working quickly, and Welsh just didn't feel right. So with that back foot on the back of the batter's box, he stands back in there, the 3-2 again inside, and it gets by him. Did it hit him? No, it's just going to be a wild pitch. And the runner Bertrand will get down to third. So a walk and a wild pitch. And I'll tell you what, catcher Trey Wells was not expecting that one. It wasn't like it was in the dirt. It was just way inside. And we're going to get another courtesy runner here now for Carney. That'll be Quinn Foster to come in for the catcher, Dylan Welsh. So the second walk of the inning, all this with two outs against Ryan Harahill. So Bertrand, the pinch runner at third. Foster, the courtesy runner at first. Peyton Larson, who struck out in his only plate appearance on a 3-2 pitch. We'll stand in there for Carney. 2-2, bottom of the fourth, and Harahill's first pitch is going to be high ball one. Nobody warming up in the Elkhorn North bullpen. A lot of baseball still to play, but obviously 
key moments here in the game as Carney triple walk, double walk after there were two outs. Luano to Larson. Caught the outside corner, strike one. One and one. Again, both these pitchers have really worked that outside corner, and you got to wait for the umpire to make the call. They're only inches in or inches out. The 1-1. Swung on and missed, strike two. Carter Lee would be next, but I think Harahill just saw right there that Larson cannot catch up to his fastball, so got to choke up a little bit, hope to make some contact. Runners at the corners with two outs. Harahill holds the ball a little longer this time, now gets into his stretch. Set up outside, the one-two way outside, but it's handled. Ball two, two and two. Carney would take something to the screen for Bertrand to be able to hustle home. So again, twos are wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on, two-two the game. How many more twos can you have right here for number 26, Peyton Larson? The two-two from Harahill. Check swing. They can't appeal. The umpire's out at second. He's going to just say it's safe, even if they do. Ball three. So it's full. That will allow Quinn Foster to get a jump from first. Got to make sure they don't throw over there because Colin Nocek is actually still holding him on. Usually at this point, you would just play behind him with a runner ahead of you and a 3-2 count. Big pitch to Peyton Larson. He had a 3-2 strikeout the first time. He's 3-2 again. Look for the straight heat, here it comes. It is low, ball four, and the bases are loaded. The third walk of the inning will have a trip to the mound here for Elkhorn North. So Ryan Harahill has not been in this situation much at all, and Carney will bring up Carter Lee, who grounded out to the first baseman, Nocek, in the third inning. And a 3-2 pitch that missed low. So. A strikeout by Dawson Stutz on a 3-2 pitch. Corbin Rich grounded out to third on a 3-2 pitch. Johnson tripled over the center fielder's head. Anderson walked, and then Nolan Smith drove one to deep right center. The double scored both runs. They have pinch hit for, pinch run for him. So Hudson Bertrand's at third. The courtesy runner is Quinn Foster. He's at second after the Dylan Welsh walk. And Peyton Larson is at first. Carter Lee's been a little bit better at the plate here as of late. This would be monster time. He had the error that allowed one of those unearned runs to come in in the third, and he has a chance to make up for it here. So Harahill is going to throw out of the stretch with the bases loaded. The pitch to Lee swung on and popped back out of play. Strike one. So he was on it, just a little under it. Strike one. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Carney ENT Physicians. The 0-1 to Lee. Inside, called strike two though. And it's 0-2. Good pitch by Harahill. Bases juiced in a tie game in the bottom of the fourth. Eighth man to the plate of the inning here is Carter Lee. Can he put it in play at least? And the 0-2 pitch on the way, swung on and popped into center field. And Easton Mains is under it and hauls it in. So Carney leaves the bases loaded, but they do pick up two runs on two hits. No errors. The bases left jammed. There was one strikeout and three walks in the inning. So we go to the top of the fifth. It's now Carney and Elkhorn North knotted up at two. 
You're listening to Carney High Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We go to the top of the fifth of the top of the lineup here for Elkhorn North. The right fielder, Chris Teza, the shortstop, Nathan Cunningham, the center fielder, Easton Mains. 2-2 now between Carney and North. The first pitch was outside. The second pitch was a strike, but it was not caught by uh, Dylan Welsh. Kind of a weird one there. Don't see that happen very often, but it just ricocheted off his glove. So one and one. For Teason, he flew out to center in the first, and then he reached on the air of the shortstop in the third and came around to score. Here's a slow chopper that right off the mound Miller has, an easy scoop play over to Smith at first to retire. Teason on kind of an excuse-me swing there. So one up, one down, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Nathan Cunningham, who flew out to center in the first and had an RBI double in the third. So the shortstop Cunningham's also made a couple of nice plays defensively in this baseball game. Just uh, down Nebraska's game tomorrow with Iowa has been moved up to a 335 start, trying to beat some rain that'll be in the area. Fastball here. Ooh, no, maybe took a little something off it. Big swing and a miss, strike one. So Nebraska-Iowa, first game tomorrow, trying to keep the Big Ten Network televised. Uh, as you heard Coach Rick Heller, if you heard the Doug and Daddy show today, we had that for you. So 3.35 tomorrow for the first game, Iowa at Nebraska. And the 0-1, well outside to Cunningham. One ball, one strike. Looking for a little more. Riley Miller has went the distance. There's a breaking ball in there for strike two. And it's one and two to Cunningham with Easton Mains on deck. And Riley Miller, the wind and the one-two pitch, swung on and towered into right center field. Let's see who takes it. Larson's under it. He's calling for it, and he'll make the catch. Braden Anderson came on the dead sprint, but it was well covered there by Peyton Larson, and two up, two down. And that is six straight retired now by Riley Miller. 
That'll bring up the center fielder, Easton Mays. He singled in the first and had a sacrifice fly to right in the third to drive in the second run of the ball game here for Elkhorn North. 2-2 in the top of the fifth. Another battle against a good Metro team for Kearney. And again, the off speed up and in ball one. So Miller getting away from the fastball a little bit here to the last couple of batters. And the 1-0. There's a fastball. That's hammered into left center field, and that's going to get all the way to the wall. Anderson runs it down, and it'll be a two-out stand-up double for Easton Mains. So Mains two for two with the sacrifice fly. And for the third time here in five innings, it's a two-out hit. Again, the first two men were down on the first. The first two men were down on the second. And then hits after that. The cleanup hitter, Luke Tillman, stands in. He singled in the first. And then had an RBI ground out that drove in the run. That was not Mains. It was he. Mains had a sack flice that moved uh, Cunningham from second to third. And then Tillman, the ground out to short, got him in. Two outs here in a 2-2 game in the top of the fifth. And Riley Miller brings some heat, and it is just low. Ball one. One and oh, the count. Not a huge crowd, but a nice crowd. There's so much going on today. We appreciate you tuning in to us here on ESPN for your Carney baseball once again. The 1-0, way outside. It got through the wickets. Wild pitch catcher still can't find it. Look out. He's going to try to score. And here comes the runner home, and he's safe. Oh, Dylan Welsh couldn't find the baseball. And then when he did, he didn't even think about it. And coming all the way around to score the go-ahead run is Easton Mains. And the count, 2-0. and oh. And kind of what had happened, Carney had been retired eight in a row and then got it going, and then six in a row retired here in a devastating mistake. The 2-0 pitch swung on and fouled on the right field line, strike one. That is communication. And then I think Dylan, when he did find it, just wasn't even thinking that the runner would try to score. The 2-1, low ball three. These are the kind of things that unraveled Carney early in the season, but they just haven't made as many mistakes here over the second half of the year. But a costly one right there. This one is going to be hit into right field. Larson towards the line, coming in, coming in, and it drops in front of him. And it's going to be at least a two-bagger here for Luke Tillman. And another two-out double. So Peyton Larson playing more towards right center had a long run to try to get to the line and it dove down just in front of him and now here comes brad archer and through no fault of his own that's probably going to be it for riley miller luke wagner is going to go out to center Braden anderson they might bring him in right now they were going to use him as the starter on saturday he may just move to third. Maybe that's going to be the case. We'll give you all the details. This pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. 
Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And Dawson Stutz, who came in in relief on Tuesday, will be the next pitcher here for Kearney. Two two-out doubles here for Elkhorn North, and they have regained the lead 3-2. to two. And the catcher, Trey Wells, will stand in there. He fouled out to first and has walked in the ball game. So Stutz, who came in and did well Tuesday, they need him here. Three to two, Elkhorn North, top of the fifth. First pitch is in there for strike one. Colin Nocek would be next. And again, the depth of the pitching has improved vastly for Carney during these last 10 games. Stutz checks the runner, pretty big lead. Fastball swung on and missed, got him to go with one on the outside half. It was outside the outside half. Stutz has a 2.15 ERA, his ninth appearance. He's 2-0 so far on the season. 13 innings, 15 strikeouts, 9 walks for Stutz. And he's ahead in the count here, 0-2 to Trey Wells. Carney needs to get the out right here with a runner at second, trying to steal third of the ball's low and away, going in, standing up. It's going to be Luke Tillman. And it's 1-2. Dylan Wells stopped it, but it didn't really matter. He was going to have the stolen base anyway. Trey Wells back in there. Count one and two with two outs. Swung out and missed on the fastball. Strike three. But a weird one, a wild pitch. The runner scores from second. One run on two hits for Carney. There were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. And it is Elkhorn North now leading Kearney by a score of 3-2. to two, And Elkhorn North is going to go to the bullpen. So Harahill's job is done. We'll talk about it when we return. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. All right, we will see Elkhorn North bring in Rowan Leahy, a senior pitcher. He is a left-hander here for Elkhorn North. Leahy on the season, a 7.44 ERA, his ninth appearance. He is 1-2 and two so far on the season. And for Leahy, 16 innings pitched, 18 strikeouts against just five walks. So he does throw a lot of strikes. And the top of the order, Reese Bober will swing at the first pitch here, and he will pop it up into center field for out number one. So one pitch, one swing, and one pop out to center for Bober, and he is 0 for 3 here in the ball game. Dawson Stutz walked and struck out in the contest. Top of the order here in the bottom of the fifth for Carney, trailing 3-2 to two against Class B third-ranked Elkhorn North. And the pitch fouled away. Strike one. Again, it looks like Rowan Leahy likes to work just as fast as Harahill did. And he's ahead in the count, 0-1. The pitch swung on and popped into right field. Going to be trouble, second baseman coming over. Isaiah Miller can't get to it, it drops for a little Texas League single for Dawson Stutz. So Carney with the one-out blooper, and that'll bring up Corbin Rich. Arahill pitched him really well, got him to ground into a 4-6-3 double play, and then got him to chop to the third baseman on a 3-2 pitch his second time up. But now Corbin Rich, chance to get something going. Does Carney want a pinch run here? Coach Brad Archer looking in the dugout. Dawson Stutz, plenty of speed. He'll get the lead, but against a lefty. The first pitch to Corbin Rich. Going to be low, bounces in there. Again, Trey Wells has done such a good job. Blocks that one, ball one. But for a young man that just likes to throw a lot of strikes, that's what Corbin Rich is looking for here. The 1-0 to Rich. Swung on and hit into left field for a base hit. Just a solid one-hopper out there to Luke Tillman. And runners now at first and second. Rich is just so good when you have to bring something to him. If you can't throw a lot of movement, look out. And Tanner Johnson, he's the one that got it all started here last inning for Carney. There were two out, nobody on. He tripled to center. And then after the Anderson walk, Nolan Smith doubled him in. So Ducks on the pond here for Tanner Johnson, down by a run. Shortstop will hold him on to the pitch. Curveball, that's a beauty, but it is going to be called ball one. Had a lot of movement on it, just didn't hit the zone. Two on, one out, bottom of the fifth. Three to two, Elkhorn North leading Carney in this top ten battle. Rowan Leahy, his first inning in relief. The lefty fires, and it's going to be inside. Ball two, as we said. Tanner Johnson, 24 walks in 21 games, including three on Tuesday. Ahead in the count, 2-0. He'll be setting on one here. Outfielders are backing up. 
And this one is over the outside half for strike one. Not the one he was looking for. So with Harahill, they played in a little more. With Johnson, especially after he hammered one last time, they're in a little bit. Not overly deep, though, in center. The 2-1 to Johnson. Outside, ball three. Three and one, Braden Anderson on deck. Stutz at second, Rich at first. Three balls, one strike here to Tanner Johnson. Big pitch coming in from Rowan Leahy. Here it is. It's outside and low. Ball for another walk, the 25th of the season for Tanner Johnson, and that will load the bases for Braden Anderson. He doubled in the second. He walked and scored in the fourth. And Anderson now a chance to tie this baseball game up for Carney. And we've got timeout here. Brad Archer might be looking at, again at running somebody out there. And Quinn Foster will come in now for Corbin Rich. And again, this will be one of those where you can re-enter once, and this is where they've decided to use it. So Rich will come out, Foster will run for him, and then Rich will go back into left field, but they won't be able to sub for him again the rest of the game. Anderson hitting 367, four doubles, three triples, two dingers. Bases juiced with one out. Carney's been hanging in there, and now they've got a chance again. They left the bases loaded last inning. Off speed, jumped on and fouled. Way out ahead of that, Braden Anderson. In fact, he fouled it into his own dugout, which is hard to do when it's right basically over your left shoulder. Don't need to kill it. Just need to get it to the outfield grass. But if you want to kill it 400 feet, that's fine too. The 0-1 to Anderson. Outside, they set up, and it's going to stay there. Ball one. One and one. So the fastball nowhere near the velocity Harahill was bringing, but a lot more movement. The 1-1 pitch to Anderson. Swung on and hit to right field, but it's going to be tailing foul towards the bullpen, and it's one and two. High School Baseball on ESPN brought to you by Schrock Medical Clinic, impacting patients' lives by changing the face of medicine. Centrally located in Kearney, schrockmedical.com. Elkhorn North 3, Carney 2. We're in the bottom of the fifth with the bases loaded and one out. Braden Anderson readjusting some equipment. And now we'll stand in there against the senior, Rowan Leahy. Lead away from third for Dawson Stutz. And the pitch to Anderson. Low and away, ball two, two and two. Good discipline there by Anderson. Nolan Smith, who had the huge hit last inning, is on deck. Everybody holding their breath. The 2-2 to Anderson, outside ball three. It was a good pitch, but it was just out. Three and two. Nowhere to put him. Carney down one. Braden Anderson, the payoff pitch now coming from Leahy. Comes set. And it's on the way. Swung on right back up the box and into center field. One run will score. The center fielder, Easton Baines, comes up and they'll have to hold it on a great throw home. Quinn Foster would have been out by 30 feet. Good job by Brad Archer to hold him up. But a solid single to tie the game again for Braden Anderson and everybody moves 90 feet. So you've got the courtesy runner, Quinn Foster at third, Tanner Johnson at second, Anderson at first, all kinds of speed for Nolan Smith. He crowded out to second in the second and then had the two RBI double to right center in the fourth. 
We are tied at three, and the pitch to Smith. Fouled at the plate, strike one. Held by the catcher, Trey Wells. So Leahy gets up in the count, still only one out. The pitch to Smith, outside and high, one and one. So Leahy, if he can get ahead in the count, he's been wasting the next pitch. Still, though, we don't know what he'll throw on the 1-1. Trying to keep it on the edge. The 1-1 pitch to Smith. Swung on and hit deep to left field. That baby is way back. It is over the left fielder's head, off the wall. One run will score. Two runs will score. On his horse is Brayden Anderson. Brayden Anderson is going to score, and Carney has a 6-3 lead. Nolan Smith with his fourth, fifth RBIs of the ball game. And they are going to walk to the mound. I think they're going to go get the senior. Thought maybe the change of pace that he could bring after Harahill was in there would throw Carney off. But they have hammered the young man here when he brings it across the plate. And we'll see what Elkhorn North decides to do. Dylan Welsh with a double. Excuse me, Nolan Smith with a double. His second double in a row to clear the bases. And four runs in here, still with one out in this fifth inning. And Carney has taken a 6-3 to three lead here on ESPN Tri-Cities. It looks like they're going to stay with the lefty, just get his teammates in there for a little moral support. But a big, big thump by Nolan Smith that hit off the base of the wall in left Next field. Catcher, 16, and Luke Tillman ran it down. Dylan Welsh now stands in. He's grounded out to short and walked in the ball game. And the pitch, big swing and a miss. Came up empty, strike one. Again, it's not like Leahy doesn't have movement on his pitch, but when you know it probably won't be outside on the pitch count, been able to jump on it. And the 0-1 pitch. Change up, in, ball one, one and one. Peyton Larson on deck. Nolan Smith down at second base. And the pitch from Leahy swung on and popped foul. One ball, two strikes. Four across, one more in scoring position. Still a lot of ball to go here. There's no doubt Elkhorn North can put some runs on the board and Carney has already brought Stutz in as a relief pitcher. The 0-2 swung on and hit it to short right field, and the second baseman comes back, Isaiah Miller, to grab it. So kind of fisted it in there into right, and that'll be out number two as Welsh pops out to the second baseman. Peyton Larson, a strikeout and a walk. So far in the ball game, he has reached full count both times. So went down swinging in the third, drew the 3-2 walk in the fourth. And for the second straight inning, Carney sending eight to the plate. Larson hoping they can get to nine in Carter Lee. The pitch to Larson. Swung on and popped up down the right field line. First baseman trying to find it in the sun. Nice job by Colin Nocek. He found it and caught it with his back towards the infield. And Larson will foul out to end the inning. But Carney puts up a four spot here. Four runs, they do it on four hits, including the bases clearing double for Nolan Smith. 
There were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the top of the sixth in this top ten battle. It's Kearney six and Elkhorn North three. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-City. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy John. Choose your Jeep and lock in a great price at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Jeep Celebration event, we're offering employee pricing on all new vehicles on our lot or in transit. That's right. Get Jeep Celebration event incentives and employee pricing. If we don't have the perfect vehicle on our lot or on the way, we'll order it for you and protect the price. Find out more at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Offer expires April 30th, 2022. We go to the top of the sixth inning here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And Carney High with two in the fourth and four in the fifth. Now leads it by a score of six to three against Class B third-ranked Elkhorn North. And they I talked about it early in the ball game, trying to stay in it and get Ryan Harrihill, the Nebraska commit, out of the baseball game. And they were able to do that. They tagged him for two runs. And then uh, he comes out of the ball game, and Carney puts up a four spot to take the 6-3 to three lead. So we go to the top of the sixth. And it'll be the six, seven, eight hitters. Colin Nocek, who just made a nice defensive play to end the fifth inning, will stand in there. And Dawson Stutz, who came in to get the final out of the top half of the fifth, will fire this one outside for ball one. Nocek, Grossert, Ripley. The first three do up here in the sixth for Elkhorn North. Stutz's pitch, outside corner, strike one. One ball, one strike. Don't forget when our baseball does get done tonight, the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. The pitch from Stutz is going to be fouled away. One and two on high school baseball. Brought to you by Optical Gallery and Family Physical Therapy, along with our friends at Five Points Bank. Stutz, the one-two, fouled away again. Stutz not really messing around. He's just rearing back and throwing, trying to move the ball around the strike zone, in, out. Get him to chase it or just blow it by him. The one-two to Nocek. Took something off of it, and the breaking ball is in front of the plate, blocked there by Dylan Welsh. Two balls, two strikes. To the leadoff man here in the sixth, Nocek. Swung on and hit into right field between first and second, a diving attempt past Nolan Smith. And a leadoff hit here for Nocek. So you're at that bottom of the order. you still got some kids that can hit 315 as a team. Jet Crosser, the designated hitter, struck out of the second, grounded out to second in the fourth. And you're not in a position to bunt yet because you're down by three. And here comes the walk to the mound for Brad Archer. Will he bring in Braden Anderson? Anderson might have to throw too many pitches in if he's still trying to use him on Saturday. That's going to be it. So Stutz comes in and faces two batters. 
And Brad Archer wants his team to win this baseball game. So Braden Anderson is going to come in here and warm up. Our pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. It's the top of the sixth. Carney up, 6-3. Husker fans remember the moment on November 11, 1978, a day when the Cornhuskers came together to achieve a victory few thought possible. Now, Republican Jim Pillen is running for governor to win for Nebraska again. And Pillen's got a playbook. Tackle out of control property taxes, blitz big government mandates, block liberal ideologies like critical race theory from our classrooms, keep more of our kids here with great job opportunities, fight illegal immigration, defend agriculture, back the blue, end abortion, and grow our economy. The Pillen Playbook. I'm Republican Jim Pillen. There's no place like Nebraska, and working together, we will keep it great for all our kids and grandkids. I'd be honored to earn your vote. Jim Pillen, Christian Cornhusker Conservative for Governor. Paid for by Jim Pillen for Governor. Well, Carney's ace, Braden Anderson, is the third pitcher of the ball game to come in here for head coach Brad Archer. Anderson, 4-0. Ironically, it's only his ninth appearance. He hasn't come in in relief all that often, but when he starts, he wins. He's 4-0 with that 1.58 ERA, 31 innings worth of work, 50 strikeouts, 12 walks. And I know Coach Archer probably hoping that he can come in here and make quick work of the bottom of the sixth and then just see what happens in the seventh as he works towards the bottom of the order now, the 7-8-9 hitters. Jet Grossert stands in there. As we said, 0 of 2 with a strikeout and a ground out to second. 6-3, Carney with that big bottom of the fifth scoring four runs. So Anderson with a runner at first. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Had some movement on that fastball against the lefty crosser. Does it tailed outside? A leadoff single by first baseman Colin Nocek. He is down at first. Anderson doesn't have to really worry too much about him. The 0-1, outside, 1-1. One one. Arch might have told him nine fastballs. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Never know. This is the home finale for Kearney. They go to Lincoln Southwest Saturday, Omaha Burke Monday. And the stretch in the pitch. Change up, hit into right field. Base hit, just turning on that one was Grossert. And there are runners at first and third with nobody out. So jumping on the off speed. Nice piece of hitting there by the designated hitter, Grossert. Not what Carney was hoping to have happen, and Carson Ripley will stand in. He singled in the second, and he flew out to center in the fourth. Two in the second, or excuse me, two in the third, one in the fifth for Elkhorn North. Elkhorn North has left four runners on base, including a couple in the first when they had two two-out hits. Anderson's first pitch to the third baseman, Ripley. Fastball high, ball one. Elkhorn North trying to make some noise in their dugout. Maybe get into Anderson's head a little bit, although he's really pretty good about handling that. The 1-0 pitch to Ripley is in there for strike one. He was going to wait until he threw him. One, one ball, one strike to Carson Ripley, the junior. 
holding down the third base bag here this afternoon. Carney just needs it out here, the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike two. Again, one that was just tailing away off the outside corner. That's what makes Anderson so incredibly dangerous. Isaiah Miller is on deck here for Elkhorn North. Welsh will set up outside of the one-two pitch from Braden Anderson. Swung on and hit into right center field. That's a Texas leaguer and it will drop a little blooper on the one-two pitch. And it is six to four. Back-to-back -back hits off Braden Anderson. Isaiah Miller stands in there. He hit one into short center field that Carter Lee ran down. And it wasn't just into center field. That was about 25, 30 feet. He made a long run to catch it. And then he grounded out to second. So he's put the ball in play both times. He's a 259 hitter. And again, Carney just needs to get it out here. 6-4, two on, nobody out. They go ahead, run at the plate. And the number eight, nine hitter, and the bunt is going to be popped back. Yeah. Should have saw that coming, but it's popped back for strike one. Carney really wasn't playing in there. And again, hard for the third baseman to charge when the shortstop's holding on the runner. So you got Dawson Stutz back over at third, which is where he started the game. See if Miller bunts again. Yes, he will. The pitch. Curveball pulled it back, and it's strike two. 0-2, you can do that when you get ahead 0-1. You can waste that pitch, see what the batter does, and it was a perfect big old swinger 0-2. But the last hit was on two strikes by Ripley. And Anderson's 0-2 pitch. Fastball outside. Ball one, one and two. Chris Teasons at the top of the order, then Nathan Cunningham. They've got some really good sticks up top. That was why they went and got Anderson. They didn't want to get to the top of the order here in the sixth. But unless there's a triple play, they will. The one-two pitch now to Isaiah Miller. Fastball just got a piece of it. If that's good enough to keep him alive, one and two. Grosser at second. Ripley at first. Six-four year score. And another one-two pitch here to Isaiah Miller. Anderson takes a long time. They folly call time, and they will allow it. Anderson looked back at second multiple times, and finally Isaiah Miller says, I need time, just as Anderson was ready to finally deliver the pitch. So now everybody's ready to go again. And the one-two pitch from Anderson, swung on and popped up on the infield. It's going to be in foul territory. Smith coming over. Now the pitcher, Anderson, calls for it right in front of the Elkhorn Elk dugout, and he'll haul it in. So Miller has put the bat on the ball all three times, but this time he fouls out to the pitcher. The runners won't be moving up, so couldn't get the bunt down. And the first out here in the sixth inning. And that'll bring up Chris Thiessen. Flew out to center, reached on an error and then grounded one back to the pitcher in the fifth inning. When Riley Miller, the starter, made the play. So still two on with one out top of the order. Elkhorn North wants to get things going again offensively. Already one across. First pitch is fouled down the right field line behind that fastball is Chris Teason, strike one. Teason is due. This kid can hit. 
And he can hit fastballs. He comes into the baseball game today. Of anybody that's had significant playing time, he's the second leading hitter behind Mains. The 0-1 from Anderson. Inside, look out. Fastball, ball one. Welsh actually held it there. I mean, Teeson's kind of standing right on top of the plate. Now he'll back up a little. One ball, one strike, one out, one already in here in the 6-6-4 six, six, Carney. There's two base runners at first and second. The 1-1 one, one to the right fielder, Chris Teeson. High, ball two. Nathan Cunningham would be next. Carney with a feel-good fifth, does not want to give it right back here in the sixth. 6-4, Six, Bearcats in the home finale. Anderson checks the runner again in the 2-1 pitch. Out, ball three. Three and one. So Elkhorn North coming after Carney's number one pitcher right here in relief. And Anderson needs a good pitch here. The 3-1 to Teason. On the way, fastball, took it for strike two, just caught the outside corner. Maybe some home cooking right there. Carney needed the call, they got the call, but that outside corner's been there for both teams today. Three and two. Not a big lead, the runners will not be going. And the three-two from Anderson, swung on and grounded towards second and it got into right field. Picked up by Larson, they'll hold the runner so the bases will be loaded with one out, they threw it home. And Welsh kept it in front of him. So another two-strike hit for this Elkhorn North Ball Club against Braden Anderson. Three singles against Anderson here. Four singles in the inning. And the bases are loaded for Nathan Cunningham. Cunningham hitting 358 on the season. And we are going to get a pinch runner here. And checking in is going to be Ethan Edwards, a senior. Kind of an unusual spot. They're actually going to have him run at third. Not the only help that's going to give you is on a shallow fly ball, and Carney's playing deep. So an unusual little switch there by Coach Dunn. I can see you doing it at second like uh, Carney did earlier in the game. All right, here's Cunningham, one for three. He's hit it to the outfield all three times. Fastball fouled out of play, strike one. He had an RBI double in the third. And this is probably where the game's going to be decided, folks. Carney will have 9-1-2, so they will get to the meat of their order at least one more time in the game. The tying run at second. And the 0-1 pitch to Cunningham. High, ball one, one and one. So Edwards down at third, Ripley at second, Teasen at first, 6-4 Carney, top of the sixth. After Carney got four in the fifth, the ace, Braden Anderson, on in relief, the third pitcher of the game, the 1-1, change up high, ball two. Easton Mains is on deck, there's nowhere to put him, you got to throw him a strike, and Cunningham knows that. That's how Carney knocked the ball around in the bottom half of the fifth. They got ahead in the count. The 2-1 pitch by Anderson brings heat and it's fouled back. 
So we got the foul ball, two balls, two strikes. Well, the fans have been treated to some comebacks and some close ones here at Memorial Field so far this year. Come back about Bellevue East, come back against Millard North, come back against Hastings. They've come back today. The 2-2 pitch. Curveball swung on and missed, strike three. Anderson pulled the chain. And a big out, Nate Cunningham for out number two, and that'll bring up Easton Mains, the leading hitter on the team at 450. Three homers, four triples, two doubles. Today, Mains, a single in the first, a sacrifice fly to right of the third, and a double in the fifth, and came around to score. So he's two for two. And Anderson's first pitch to him, fastball swung through it and missed strike one. He's raring back and bringing the heat. Strike one. It's about time for our second Julie Gapper reference of the season. The pitch way outside comes to the backstop and they hold everybody. Boy, they did hold. Welsh got back there. But the courtesy runner, Ethan Edwards, stopped. I'll tell you what, from second base, Carson Ripley was already three-fourths of the way to third. He thought everybody was going. And a break there for Carney. One and one, Luke Tillman on deck. One ball, one strike, bases loaded here in the top of the sixth for Elkhorn North. Carney up by two, Anderson's pitch. Almost hit him. Curveball made him get out of the way. It broke, but it was inside for ball two. So again, Elkhorn North ahead of the count. Luke Tillman on deck. One across already here in the sixth with the bases loaded. Anderson, the 2-1 pitch out of the full windup. Fastball hit into center field, and this baseball game is going to be tied. 6-6, six, six, your score. The runner headed to third. He's off the mark with the throw. He had to stop. He would have come back to the bag, but the throw was off the mark. And runners at second and third now. And the game is tied. So the four spot in the fifth is answered by at least three here. Edwards scores, Ripley scores, teasing down at third. Mains with two RBIs. We'll give him a double. The guys were going to be going all the way. Just staggered it a little bit. And now Luke Tillman, single in the first, grounded out to short in the third, doubled in the fifth. Against Anderson, curveball, there's a big one, strike. 0-1, eight men to the plate here in the sixth inning, 6-6 six, six on ESPN, Tri-Cities, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And two runners in scoring position, fastball grounded into the right field gap. Boy, they just hit two where Carney wasn't, and then the ball bobbled in right, and that'll be an easy run. And Elkhorn North back on top, 8-6. And the most Braden Anderson has been touched up all season, unfortunately. Still six outs for Carney, but not the way the Bearcats envisioned this sixth inning going. And Brad Archer is going to come to the mound. There's no reason to waste any more with Braden Anderson. They want him to play a pitch on Saturday. And Elkhorn North touches him up, a two-RBI single for Luke Tillman. And it is now Elkhorn North 8 
and Carney six. Our pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. We'll be back with more in a moment. Are you ready to win in the show ring this summer? Aurora Cooperative is excited to roll out our first ever show season clinics, teaching you the tips and tricks about feeding, daily care, and showmanship needed to be successful. You will have the opportunity to bring in your livestock and get one-on-one mentorship from our team of experts. Clinics will be taking place in York, St. Paul, Franklin, and Belleville, Kansas. Log on to our Aurora Cooperative website or check out our social media to reserve your spot today. Reach out to your Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Specialist for more information or visit us online at www.auroracoop.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. from the you-just-never-know department. Carney had to feel extremely good coming into this top of the sixth. They'd scored four to take a 6-3 lead. They went and got their ace after the first batter reached. But six base hits in this inning for Elkhorn North, and it's not done yet. But uh, scoring four runs here with two outs. And it will be Tanner Johnson coming in for Carney. In relief, he will face Trey Wells, the catcher. He is 0 of 2 with a walk. Runner at first. Johnson's first pitch, low and away, ball one. Five runs, six hits so far in the inning. Wells fouled out to first, walked, struck out. Tanner Johnson, the fourth Carney pitcher, and it's through the wickets and back to second. Will be Luke Tillman on the wild pitch. Carney's got to refocus right here. They are still in this baseball game, but they just took a roundhouse to the chin. And they need to limit the damage right here. The ninth man to come to the plate this inning, Trey Wells. And Tanner Johnson wants to talk to his catcher, Dylan Welsh. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Optical Calvary. And Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle. Again, Carney's game Saturday at Den Hartog. That's the Lincoln East Complex, but they're playing Lincoln Southwest in a rematch of the Conference Tournament Championship game. The JV going to play first Saturday, so that means the varsity will get started around 2.30. Johnson's 2-0 pitch right in there for strike one, taken all the way was Wells. And then the game has been moved to 12.30 Monday at Omaha Burke, also a winning record. Boy, a win here today would have been huge, trying to keep that wild card points, trying to get into hosting a district. Johnson's pitch low and away, ball three. Three and one. Colin Nocek, who started all this nonsense, is waiting on deck. Again, Carney just needs one out to get to the plate offensively. Three-one pitch from Johnson. Popped up, that might stay in play. Smith trying to find it over at first. And can't tell, he's behind the dugout. It bounced off his glove foul. He was in that wedge kind of right where you bring the big fence back by the end of the dugout. And it looked like it bounced off the heel of his glove. No 
Nolan's made some nice plays today. Of course, he's the offensive hero of the game. The count is now full on Trey Wells. Luke Tillman stands at second with two outs here in the top of the sixth, 8-6 Elkhorn North. And the 3-2 pitch to Wells. There goes the runner. It's going to be chopped foul. Johnson wasn't paying any attention, and so Tillman took off. Elkhorn North has done that a couple of times today. See if Johnson steps off the mound this time and try to catch him on that. The 3-2 pitch. Brought it home. Fastball rip foul just barely past the third base bag. He was all over that pitch from Johnson. Got to put it in the zone, and when you do, they might stand on it. As you can hear the wind actually kicking up a little bit. It hasn't been bad throughout the day. Got a little gust here. For the third time, a 3-2 pitch to Trey Wells from Tanner Johnson, and that's going to be fouled straight back. So it's three and two again. No check on deck. Wells at the plate. Carney needs to get this thing over with, get to the bottom of the sixth without any more damage. Already a five spot in the inning for Elkhorn North. Another 3-2 pitch outside. No, ball four. So a walk by the catcher, Trey Wells. And Elkhorn North is batted around. That'll bring up Colin Nocek, one of three, singled and scored earlier this inning. And we are going to have a courtesy runner down there at first base. It looks like Kyler Hansen, the junior, will come in to courtesy run for Elkhorn North. And the catcher, Trey Wells, can go get his gear on. Tanner Johnson, the fourth pitcher, trying to get him out of here. Fastball low, ball one. Again, Carney will be sending up 9-1-2. Lee Bober Stutz in the bottom of the sixth. Johnson's 1-0 pitch. Swung on and hit into the outfield where the shortstop would have been. Left fielder Rich picks it up. The throw in, not going to be in time. They have to cut it off. And what an inning here for Elkhorn North. Again, if nobody's on, that's right where Carter Lee's playing. Runner on second, he's shading over there. And no check, two singles here in the sixth inning. And he will drive in Luke Tillman, 9-6. to six. And what you thought was going to be a really low-scoring game, now all of a sudden we've had 10 runs between the two teams in their last at-bats. And standing in there will be Jet Grosser, the designated hitter. Struck out, crowded out to second, and then last time up, he was the first man that uh, Braden Anderson faced, and he had a little bit of a single. A lot of them that were just kind of dropped in front of the Carney outfielders. So he's one of three, and he's also a lefty against Tanner Johnson. Curveball, and he gets ahead of that and chops it past first, strike one. Well, the Bearcats need something good to happen. That means an out. The 11th man to come to the plate here. Six across for Elkhorn North. Nine, six. The Wolves on top with runners still at first and second. And the pitch. Chop foul again. 
Little change up that he got on top of, 0-2. So Wells being courtesy ran for, so it's Kyler Hansen at second. No check at first, and an 0-2 pitch now to Grossert, the designated hitter. Bounces, got away from the catcher. Wild pitch, the runners advance. The 0-2 disease. And now one and two. Riley Miller started, went four and two thirds. That seems an eon ago. One and two, Grossard gets another chance here. And the pitch. Gonna be out and away. Trying a big curveball, didn't do much. Two and two. So Grossard battling back after being down 0-2. Now it's 2-2. Tanner comes set, and the pitch. Swung on and fouled back. Elkhorn North did a lot of this early in the ball game. Fouled a lot of pitches off, kept their at-bats alive. Got to a lot of three-ball counts. Two and two. This is KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The 2-2 pitch with two outs from Johnson. Needs it, and another foul ball at the plate. Just nubbed it over to the north dugout. Two in the third, one in the fifth, six in the sixth for Elkhorn North. Two in the fourth, four in the fifth for Kearney. Still two runners in scoring position here for North. And the 2-2 from Johnson inside, way inside, ball three. Coverage of the NFL draft when we are done here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carson Ripley on deck. The 3-2 pitch from Johnson, swung on and hit towards short. Lee backhands it, long throw over to first, bounced and caught by Smith. And a big out there for Carney to keep that next runner from scoring. So Grossert hit it hard, but grounds out to short. And a huge inning here for Elkhorn North. Six runs, seven hits, no errors, two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Elkhorn North nine, Carney six in a battle of top ten teams here on ESPN tri -City. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8400. 482 to put them to work for you. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Carson Ripley, who had been the third baseman 
will now come in and pitch in the bottom of the sixth here for Elkhorn North now that they have a three-run lead. So Ripley, a 5.81 ERA, he's 2-1. This is his sixth appearance so far on the season. 15 and two-thirds innings, 17 strikeouts, and nine walks for Ripley. is a junior and he'll start with Carter Lee grounded to first and then with the bases loaded flew out to center to end the fourth inning. Carney now down nine to six. So Lee Bober Stutz and the first pitch to Lee gonna be a little low for ball one. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And the 1-0 pitch to Lee, the number nine hitter behind him Ball two, two and oh. Over there at third base now for Elkhorn North is Jet Grossert. He was your designated hitter, so they move Grossert over to third for Ripley, who has come in to pitch. So it's two and oh now to Carter Lee. The two oh, taken all the way, strike one. Two and one. Reese Bober is next. He's 0 for three. Dawson Stutz is one for two with a walk. The two one to Lee, inside and low, ball three, three and one. Carney needs base runners, so walks are good. Again, the outfield playing shallow here as they have most of the day. The three one to Lee, way inside again, ball four. So a leadoff walk here for Carter Lee. He's got plenty of speed. And Reese Bober called out on strikes to start the game. Lined out to right and then flew out to center. That line out to right was because they were playing so shallow against Harahill. That would have been a hit any other day. In fact, right now where Teason is playing, it would be a hit. So out of the stretch, let's see if Bober can get one now. Gonna be just out, ball one. One and oh. So the tying run's still on deck. And the 1-0, down the middle, grounded into right field. And there's one that we had seen Elkhorn North doing. The second baseman, Isaiah Miller, had to kind of guard against a stolen base, so he's playing closer to second. And into the hole to right field is Reese Bober with his first base hit of the ball game. So runners at first and second. And Dawson Stutz, third, through to two batters, back to third. You may see a bunt here with Corbin Rich on deck. Let's find out. Stutz waits, big lead at second, and a swing and a miss at the fastball, strike one. So Stutz still batting around 200, but puts the ball in play. Again, a big hole between first and second. And the 0-1, swung on and hit high in the air to left field. This will be an easy one for Luke Tillman, and he'll come over and make the catch. Runners cannot advance, so a high fly out for Stutz, leaving the runners where they are, and that'll bring up Corbin Rich. And let's just all think the same thing. Put it in the parking lot of the old high school. But you can't swing like that. You've got to just do what you're doing. Try and get a solid base hit. Tillman, the left fielder, way back. Kind of coming in a couple of steps now. Rich needs a hit here for Carney. And the pitch from Ripley hit him. Well, did it hit him or not? Rich is saying it didn't hit him. He's saying it went behind him. 
And the umpire said no. <laughs> yeah, Rich would rather be in there hacking. In the grand scheme of things, probably so. But Tanner Johnson stands in. The bases are now loaded. So after giving up six in the top half of the inning, Carney's got a chance here in the bottom of the sixth. Lee at third, Bober at second, Rich at first, Tanner Johnson stands in there. He had the big hit to start the fourth, a triple, and scored. He's walked and grounded out, and this one low and in. Again, 25 walks after that walk in the fifth. He scored the last two times he's come to the plate. If he does again, that is great news for Carney. The 1-0. Inside, got away from the catcher, but not very far, and Wells makes Sure, nobody's coming down, and Wells calls time. He wants to go talk to Ripley, saying, hey, we can't get him out if you don't throw strikes to him. And Johnson knows how to take a pitch. Two and oh, the count. For Elkhorn North, we told you what Carney's got. For Elkhorn North, they have Norris on Monday at home, who's been number one a couple of times in Class B. That wraps up their regular season. Now the 2-0 to Johnson. Bases loaded. Green light inside and low. Ball three. So Johnson with one out here. I know that Rich would have the green light. Let's see what Tanner does. The 3-0 pitch from Ripley is going to be just up. Ball four. He, he flinched like he would have went for it. And now we're going to have a trip to the mound. So a walk, a single, a hit batter, and another walk. And Carney has cut the lead to two. The RBI bases loaded walk for Tanner Johnson. Braden Anderson is next. And the coach says we're just going to have to move Ripley back over to third. So we have got another pitching change here. The fourth pitcher of the ball game is set to come in here for Elkhorn North. What turned into a pitcher's duel is now turning into a hitter's game. They'll go to the bullpen. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 9-7 Elkhorn North. Bases loaded for Kearney in the bottom of the sixth when we come back. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 
Braden Anderson will stand in with the bases loaded and swing at the first pitch and sky it to right field. Chance for a sacrifice fly, though. Charging in, Teeson makes a basket catch, and they hold the runners, and that was a good throw in. Well, a basket catch by Teeson off Braden Anderson. That is a monster out here for Elkhorn North as they go to get the junior Drew Harper, his sixth appearance, comes into the ball game with a ERA of 5.25. 1-0 oh on the season. Harper, 14 and two-thirds innings, 19 strikeouts, 11 walks, and Nolan Smith stands in. First pitch outside, corner, strike one. Ooh, boy, have to agree with the Carney fans there. That looked a little out. Strike one to Smith. He's doubled the last two times up. The pitch outside bounces. Nice stop by Wells. The bases were loaded last inning when he doubled. Drove in two in the fourth. They need him one more time, working quickly. Harper's pitch is low, ball two. Dylan Welsh is next, but the bases are loaded with two outs and down two in the bottom of the sixth inning here for Carney. Smith ready, Harper wind out of the full wind up. Low, ball three, three and one. A walk cuts it to one. Smith looking for something down the middle from Harper. The 3-1 pitch outside, ball four. It's another bases loaded walk here in the bottom of the sixth. And Nolan Smith drives in his sixth run with a bases loaded walk. And that'll bring up Dylan Welsh. So Carney now has the tying run at third, the go-ahead run at second. Welsh has grounded to short, walked, and popped out to second base. Welsh, who was red hot early in the season. Do the pitch. Swung on and fouled. He jumped on top of that one. Hit it over to Coach Redmond along the first base. Box strike one. Rich at third. Johnson at second. Smith at first. The pitch. Curveball. Called strike two over the outer half to Welsh. 0-2. So Welsh gets back into the batter's box. And Harper working extremely quickly. The 0-2 pitch. Curveball swung on and missed strike three, and Carney leaves the bases loaded down by one. So after the bases loaded walk, Harper comes back and gets a big strikeout. Carney pushes across two runs. They did that with the benefit of one hit. There were three walks, no errors. Elkhorn North has yet to make an error in the ball game, but Carney leaves the bases loaded for the second time in the ball game. We go to the top of the seventh. It is Elkhorn North 9, Carney 8 on ESPN. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4460. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. This is Bob from b, &B Carpet and Donovan. 
So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The top of the seventh, Tanner Johnson, back out there to pitch against Carson Ripley, who's back at third base after starting that inning as the pitcher. The first pitch by Johnson, a check me swing down the third base line, charging Stutz, he'll throw to first, but it's an infield hit. It was an excuse me swing. Stutz didn't get it cleanly out of his glove, but it wasn't enough to worry about an error. That's just a excuse me single from Carson Ripley. He's now three for four in the ball game and not the way Carney wanted to start. The bottom of the order bit him in the sixth when they batted around and had 11 at bats and scored six runs. And now it'll be Isaiah Miller. He's about the only one that doesn't have a hit in the ball game. He's 0 for three but he's put the ball in play all three times. And the pitch is low, ball one. So Ripley, Miller, top of the order teasing. Carney needing to hold it in a one-run game, 9-8. Elkhorn North in the top of the seventh. Johnson's pitch. He'll get that call, strike one. Again, just continuing to pepper the outside portion of the plate. Either hit the corner or miss it. Carney's really lived on the outside edge. Miller, the second baseman's made a couple of nice plays defensively here for the Wolves. And the 1-1 pitch. Curveball stayed up. Ball two, two and one. Teasing is next. Teasing is one for four. Reached base twice. And the 2-1. Fastball behind it. Fouled out of play. Two and two. Our high school baseball brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney and Optical Gallery. 2-2 two, two after four, now it's 9-8 in the seventh, Elkhorn North. Johnson checks the runner, not a big lead. And the 2-2 two, two pitch to Miller, swung on and fouled back again. Elkhorn North has done a good job of fighting off fastballs throughout the baseball game with two strikes, especially some of the guys towards the bottom of the order. Outfield playing pretty deep for Carney, especially in left and center. 2-2 pitch is hit towards right, but it's going to sail foul and into the Elkhorn North bullpen. And North does have another guy warming up down there. Looks like that might be Trey Wells, who's been the catcher. Huh. Doesn't have his gear on, so we'll keep an eye on that as Carney has 8-9-1 in the bottom of the seventh. Another 2-2 pitch. Big curveball doesn't. Taking a chance. Kind of that sidearm, just trying to make the ball spin a lot. Tanner doesn't have an overpowering curveball. Now it's 3-2. Got to bring it to Miller. The pitch, the runner goes, check swing. They'll throw down to second. It's an easy stolen base, but a strikeout on Isaiah Miller. Stolen base by Carson Ripley for the first out. Chris Tees, and he's put it in play every time. Singled last time up and scored, reached on an error in the third. He's flown out to center and chopped it back to the pitcher. And then Nathan Cunningham is next. 9-8 Carney, runner at second with one out, or excuse me, Elkhorn North 9-8, runner at second. Looking for some insurance here are the Wolves. Tanner Johnson trying to hold it down, got the strike at the knees. 
Got the pitch, teasing one it anyway. Chris made a good basket catch with one out and the bases loaded last half inning on a short one to right. Carney couldn't tag up. Would have been tied. Fastball right back up the box, ripped into center field, and Anderson tried to scoop it, couldn't get it cleanly, and then there's no doubt that the run will score. So an RBI single for Chris Teason and a big insurance run here, making it 10-8, Elkhorn North. And the 10 runs that Carney has relinquished here, obviously the most they'd given up at home. They had given up nine to Hastings, seven to Lincoln Northeast. And now Cunningham stands in. He's also one for four, struck out his last at bat. And that one bounces, gets away from the catcher, wild pitch. And Welsh will come back and grab it, but easy trot down to second for Teason. Fastball hitters against a fastball pitcher. Tanner can throw strikes, but again, these guys can hit ones that aren't being blown by them. So another runner at second against Cunningham. Chopped towards short, and it gets into the hole. They have had so many seeing eye singles. Rich comes up, fires it in, as the runner will have to hold it third and tees in, and now runners at the corners. Another single for Nate Cunningham. Unofficially, that is 15 hits in the ball game now for Elkhorn North, and Easton Mains will stand in there, not only with one out and two on, but Mains comes into the ball game as the Wolves' leading hitter. Mains is three for four today, two doubles the last two times up. And the pitch by Johnson, fastball. Going to say it's a little in, ball one. Again, not a lot of pitches that have been on the inner half of the plate to either team here today. Lead away from first by Cunningham. Pitch low. Ball two. So Carney needing to get out of here with nothing. Now in danger of giving up another big inning to Elkhorn North as the Wolves try to slam the door shut here in the seventh. The pitch by Johnson, high, ball three. Miller started, Stutz got a couple of batters. Braden Anderson got touched up as much as he's been touched up all year. He's going to be on the hook for his first loss if Carney doesn't make the comeback. And now Tanner Johnson, the 3-0 pitch, taken all the way for strike one. And now you just got to hope Maines doesn't burn you because you got to throw him one. And he's the leading hitter. Maybe a pop-up, maybe a ground out. And the 3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, strike two. Full count. Now, Carney is not playing their infield in at all. They have second and short back for the possibility of a double play or to just sacrifice the one run with one out. Runners at the corners, three and two. I expect the runner probably takes off in Cunningham. He gets his lead. There he goes, the 3-2 pitch, foul back. Again, a two-strike foul ball here for the Wolves of Elkhorn North who come in 16 and 10 with a bunch of Class A competition. Ranked as high as third. They won their Eastern Midlands Conference Tournament. Blair, Bennington, Elkhorn, all in that one. 
So let's do it again. See if Johnson maybe throws over to first here. 3-2 pitch. Nope, brings it home. Runner's not going. A little nubber towards short. Lee throws over to first. Got him for out number two, but it's a ground out RBI. Elkhorn North is, when they don't nub them, they've had about three of those. A couple of them for infield hits and a couple of them that Lee has made good plays on at shortstop. So Maines crowns out to short for out number two, but Teason comes in to score 11 to eight. Cunningham got down to second and Luke Tillman, the cleanup hitter stands in there. He's three for four, two singles, a double, two RBIs and a run score. Johnson fires it, got the strike. Up and out, hitting the strike zone there to the left fielder, Tillman. A lot of these guys, as we told you earlier, headed to college. The starting pitcher, Ryan Harrahills, headed to Nebraska, and he's just a junior. The 0-1 pitch now to Tillman from Johnson. Fastball, foul, late, 0-2. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Three across here in the seventh for Elkhorn North. Excuse me, two across here in the inning, making it 11 to eight. And just like the sixth, Carney's got to get out of here without any more damage. Elkhorn North provided more damage in the sixth with two outs. Trey Wells is on deck. And there goes the runner stealing the base, but it doesn't matter. Swung on and missed, strike three. And Tillman will go down, but Carney has got to get three runs to stay alive as Elkhorn North picks up two runs on three hits, no Carney errors, and one man left on base. To the bottom of the seventh, it is Elkhorn North 11 and Carney 8. You are listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And Doug Duda back with you here in the Kearney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field in Kearney. And so Peyton Larson will stay in and be the leadoff hitter. Wasn't sure if you might see Coach Archer go to the dugout for a pinch hitter. But he did not. 11-8, Elkhorn North. So Larson, Lee, Bober got to get it going here for Carney in the bottom of the seventh inning. And the first pitch swung on and fouled back. Strike one. And it's 0-1. Larson, 0-2 with a walk. He struck out and fouled out to first. The pitcher is Drew Harper. He came on in relief there in the sixth inning. Got a walk and a strikeout. And here misses with ball one. One and one. Got Anderson with that little blooper out to right. 
Fastball down the middle, strike two. One and two, Carter Lee on deck. Harper is ready to throw as soon as the ball comes back to him. Larson got to put it in play, the one-two. Curve ball, he hits it into left center. Get down, ball, get down. And it will, that's into the gap, and it's going to get all the way to the wall. How about a leadoff double here for Peyton Larson? Trying to get around to the top of the order. So Peyton Larson with his first hit of the ball game, and that'll bring up Carter Lee. He's also 0 for 2, but did walk and score in the sixth. He's grounded out to first and flown out to center. Then Reese Bober would be next. Find a way to get to Corbin Rich and next Tanner Johnson. You got a chance. So Lee stands in there looking for his first hit of the ball game, just like Larson at Harper's pitch. Fastball low, ball one, one and oh. Another one of those situations where Elkhorn North's second baseman and shortstop are messing with the guy at second, he means nothing. Go play your position as the pitch is way inside, got away from the catcher. Wild pitch, and that will allow Peyton Larson to get down to third base. And it's 2-0 and oh to Carter Lee. Drew Harper threw a couple of big hooks to strike out Dylan Welsh. And that's almost been a better pitch than his fastball here in the few batters that he's faced. This is the fifth man that he's faced. And Carter Lee's up 2-0. And the pitch to Lee. Swung on and popped it up into left field. On a 2-0 pitch, drifting back, drifting back, drifting back. And finally going to be caught there by Luke Tillman. That ball just continued to carry. It will be a sacrifice fly, but Carney still needs two runs here as Larson will come home to score on the fly out to left and the RBI. 11-9, and Reese Bober stands in there. Got his first hit of the ball game in the sixth. He's one for four, and that was to right. He's also lined out to right, flew out to center, struck out to start the game. Curve ball in there for strike one over the outer third. Then Stutz and Rich. Nobody on, one out. Carney down two. The pitch to Bober. Outside, ball one, one and one. So got the breaker to hit it, then tried a little change up a little farther out and didn't get the call that time. Harper's 1-1 pitch to Bober. Fastball hit to right field in the air. Easy play for Chris Teason and Carney is down to their final out. So Carney, who had not lost at home all season long, rallied from an early deficit, had a 6-3 lead going into the sixth, but gave up six in the sixth and two in the seventh. And it's 11-9, and Dawson Stutz walked, struck out, single, flew out to left. One of three has scored twice in the first pitch, misses, ball one. Trying to get the leading hitter, Corbin Rich, up there, and Tanner Johnson possibly. The pitch outside, ball two. Two and oh. And now, will Stutz be getting the take sign? Not from Brad Archer, he won't. Just a hand clap. The 2-0 pitch to Stutz. Fastball popped up, and that's going to be the ball game. As Luke Tillman will come over and back-to-back towering fly balls to end the ball game here for Kearney and they suffer their first loss of the season at home to one of the top teams in Class B Elkhorn North by a score of 11 to 9 so all Kearney got was the leadoff double and then they flew out three straight times one run on one hit no errors nobody left on base and the final score is Elkhorn North 11 
and Kearney nine. Elkhorn North improves to 17 and 10. They'll get another huge challenge Monday from Norris. Kearney is 14 and eight, a rematch of the conference championship game at Lincoln Southwest at Den Hartog in Lincoln at approximately 2.30 on Saturday and then off to Omaha Burke Monday at 12.30. When we come back, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here on ESPN. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field here in Kearney for what most likely will be the final high school game of the season with two on the road. And with the loss here, that's really going to hurt Kearney's chances of hosting the district. Now they almost must win the last two and get a little help as well. And there's still some baseball tournaments going on this weekend down in the Metro, but uh, Kearney setting in seventh in the wild card points coming into today's baseball game. They had just been kind of bouncing back and forth, uh, held onto that four and five spot for a while and then slid down to six and eventually here over the last uh, week has slid down into the number seven slot. And the top six will be hosting. And then, you know, you bring that wild card into play and it's kind of hard to get a wild card if you're the seven or eight unless all the top teams win their districts. But we'll get to that more when it begins a week from uh, Saturday. May 7th, Carney won't have to worry about playing in uh, any of the uh, play-in games. But as we take a look at those wild card standings coming into the day, Millard West was number one, then Creighton Prep, Millard South and Lincoln East, then Elkhorn South, Lincoln Southeast, and Kearney. Even Lincoln Southwest, they are 13-11 and 11 on the season. Let's go ahead and bring you in to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, 11 to 9, Elkhorn North. And for the first time, we have to talk about a defeat at home. Josh yep. Redmond is with <laughs> us. And man, coach, uh, thought it was going to be a pitcher's duel, then it turned into a slugfest. Uh, the first four innings a lot different than the last three. Correct. I, I think I talked to Jimmy down the line. I said, this game's going pretty quick. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oops. Uh, oops. And then, uh, obviously, the bats started rolling, a few mistakes in the, in the, in the field. And it's that thing that keeps biting us in the butt there. Well, Elkhorn North hit them where you weren't for a while. Mm. 
Braden got touched up like he hadn't been touched up, and it wasn't like they were killing the ball. They hit it between first and second. They hit it between second and third. They got a couple of bloops in there, got an infield roller. I mean, uh, the ball bounced the way of Elkhorn North, and they're a good baseball team. Yeah, they, they can hit the ball. They strung a few hits together and hit it where we weren't, and um, that ended up being kind of the difference in the ball game. Um, frustrating a little bit uh, towards the end of the game. Um, they were... Like I said, they hit the ball where they, we didn't. So, You guys hit the ball okay. I think it's nine hits on nine runs today. Again, uh, took a couple of walks out there. But when you're going against a Division One commit, yeah. I said in the pregame, try to survive and get him out of the ball game. And not only you survive, you tied the ball game and uh, kind of got him in some trouble in this contest. Yeah, I think our approach early on was pretty good. We were aggressive at the plate, um, jumping his fastballs first pitch. And then we got down two strikes. And I talked to him halfway through the game. We were – down two strikes where he's throwing an extra two, three, four pitches, and that pitch count started to run up a little bit. So happy how we performed at the plate and just wish we would have strung a few more together. Elkhorn North, even the guys at the bottom of the order, they fouled off so many two-strike yep. pitches tonight. A lot of, lot, of com lot of competitive ABs on both sides, and that, that to me is a big difference in the game too. You know, you run Braden's pitch count up there when he comes in relief. That, that, that factors in. Um, we ran their pitchers, their starters' pitchers up, pitch count up too, so – I think that's that's a big difference in the game and went from a pitcher's duel to a little bit of a gorilla ball there. Kind of overshadows what kind of happened early in the ball game. Riley did a good job yeah. on the mound for you tonight. He competes well on the mound. Um, a lot of confidence when Riley's on the mound. Um, we you know, we played pretty good defense today behind Riley, and that, that helps factor into him. He's a good pitcher. He puts a lot of balls in plays, but it's not hard in the gap balls. So. What about Nolan Smith today? Six RBIs, couple of doubles, uh, even got a bases loaded walk to drive in one. Yeah, I think he, like you said, he, he was due for a couple of those hits. Um, he had a couple of hard hit balls hit right at people last couple of games, and he uh, came up in big spots with bases loaded and put balls in the gaps and put them against the wall, so we took advantage of that too. Uh, again, uh, Tanner gets on base for you. You get a couple of nice plays defensively. I know Carter kicked one, but he also made a couple of nice plays yeah. on tough on tough balls. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's walk number 25 for, yeah, for, for Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> so that plate approach still um, shows discipline up there. And, you know, Carter Lee, is, he bounced back after that early boot, and he made a tough play in the hole that really saved Gosson out late in the game. One more on your team. When you get a guy like Harahill out there that can maybe handle a 500 hitter like Corbin Rich, how much differently do they pitch him when you can when you can go man on man like that? I think you saw it late in the game. Um, they didn't give him anything to hit. He squared up those two balls early, um, and those were – hit very, very hard off the bat. And like I said in our last game, he's hit seeing the ball really well. And when you get a hot hitter like that, you, you get some advantages working plus territory and he takes advantage of those. Coach Rimbin, you get the uh, rematch of the Hack Championship uh, with your ace. Braden didn't throw the first time against Southwest. Right. I assume he's still going to be okay to go. That's what Coach Archer said yeah, uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I think they managed his pitches enough where he can come back on Saturday and um, bounce back game for us. I mean, that's, you know, we're at the point of the season where we can't dwell on too much and we got to turn the page and focus on Lincoln Southwest. Well, you played a lot of good teams this year, and uh, you're going to have two more before you finish off. Uh, yep. Let's let's go get a couple, see what happens in those wild card points. Yep, and those, that schedule we played early, hopefully pays off down the road. All right, Coach, we'll Appreciate see you districts. Yep, thanks. That's the assistant coach, Josh Redmond, joining us here on the New West Post Game Show. Come up just short today by a score of 11-9 to against Elkhorn North, ranked anywhere from third to seventh uh, in the uh, Class B rankings uh, coming in.
to today's baseball action. It's been a good one. We're going to take a look at the final numbers when we return. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field. And just kind of taking a look down here, they've already exchanged the lineup cards. Dan Schmidt still has his home plate gear on as the umpire. And I don't see our buddy Jimmy Langan anywhere, so I wonder if we had a switch of who's going to be doing some things here. And I'm not sure that either one of these teams are going to be taken infield. Maybe they will. I guess Carney is now congregating over there at third base, but the JV game still uh, coming up. So I guess we'll see how this all plays out. Uh, back on the New West Post Game Show, let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, unofficial final numbers that I had here for you in uh, this afternoon into this evening's contest. First off, for uh, Elkhorn North, it was Chris Teason. Ended up going uh, two for five of the ball game. He had an RBI, scored three times, also reached on an error. Nate Cunningham able to go uh, two for five of the ball game with an RBI double and scored. Easton Maines, he was three for five with two doubles, scored both times, and had three RBIs. Luke Tillman, he was a solid tonight with three for five. He had a two RBI single in the sixth and scored. He also doubled in the uh, fifth inning. Slide down to Trey Wells. He was 0 for 2 with two walks. Colin Nocheck got singles twice in the sixth inning, drove in a run and scored a run, so he was 2 for 4. Jet Crosser was 1 for 4 with a single. Carson Ripley was 3 for 4 with an RBI and scored twice in the baseball game. Riley Miller uh, got the start. Then it was Dawson Stutz for two pitchers, uh, pitches, but Braden Anderson is going to end up taking the loss for the first loss of his uh, season. Here today, and Tanner Johnson finished it up there in the uh, final inning and two-thirds. As Elkhorn North will improve to 17-10 and 10 on the season. And up next for North, the season finale coming up at home Monday against Norris. And Norris currently ranked number one again in the Omaha World Herald. Taking a look now at the uh, 11 runs, 16 hits for Elkhorn North. One Carney error and seven men left on base. For Kearney, nine runs, nine hits, zero Elkhorn North errors, and eight men left on base. Kearney left the bases loaded in both the fourth and the sixth inning. They had the bases loaded with one out there in the sixth, trying to make that comeback, uh, cut it from 9-6 to 9-8, but uh, couldn't come all the way back. And then Elkhorn North threw up two insurance runs there in the seventh, which obviously ended up being huge. For Reese Bober tonight, he put the ball in play every time, but he was one for five, singled and scored in the sixth. For Dawson Stutz, he was one for four, singled, walked, scored a run in the game. For Corbin Rich, he was one for three, hit by a pitch and scored a run. For Tanner Johnson, 
He was one for two, tripled and scored in the fourth, walked and scored in the fifth, and walked with the bases loaded for an RBI in the sixth. For Braden Anderson, he was two for three with a double, an RBI single, and he walked and scored twice in the game. For Nolan Smith, he was the man tonight. You were kind of hoping they'd get a win for Nolan because he was outstanding, made a couple of nice plays at first, made a good foul ball catch, six RBIs in the game for Nolan. He was two for three with two doubles. He had a bases loaded walk. One double drove in two. The other double in the fifth was with the bases loaded. Dylan Welsh today, a little rougher one for him. He was 0 for 3, did walk in the fourth. For Peyton Larson, he was 1 for 3, walked, and then had the leadoff double in the seventh, came around to score. Carter Lee had a sacrifice fly and a walk and score. He was 0 for 2 in the ball game with one RBI. Ryan Harrihill got the start on the mound, but Drew Harper is going to end up getting the win in relief here, it looks like. Uh, Rowan Leahy. Five, excuse me, I guess Leahy would actually get the win. Uh, he gave up all the runs there, but uh, he was the pitcher of record when six runs were scored in that sixth inning for Elkhorn North. They had six runs on seven hits in that inning, and they were all singles except the one double from Easton Mains, uh, which drove in a couple. So Carney High falls to 14-8 and eight on the season. They will play at Lincoln Southwest. That's at Den Hartog on the Lincoln East Campus Saturday. That is around 2.30. They're going to play JV first. It has a two-hour time limit, so it'll be around 2.30. And then they go to Omaha Burke, and that game has been moved to 12.30 on Monday. And then we'll have the pairings come out for districts and see where Kearney ends up. And as we said, this JV game is already underway. They did not take infield, and uh, they're going to play some baseball here, and I think they're playing baseball with one umpire. Uh, so... Just one umpire, and uh, we'll see what happened to our buddy Jimmy uh, as uh, we're getting this JV game underway. There's clouds here, but I didn't see anything of rain in the forecast uh, until we get into tomorrow. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney suffers their first and what will most likely be their only home loss of the year unless they get to host a district. Final score, Elkhorn North 11, Kearney 9. You've been listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. The proceeding has been a News Channel Nebraska ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Production. Visit NewsChannelNebraska.com to view our upcoming broadcast schedule. Thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.